Yeah. So, yeah, isn't this great? Anyway, uh, welcome everybody to the Reroll It podcast. So, last time where the party left off, you were investigating the home of Jora Olin, the victim of a murder, and you guys were investigating or trying to defend the accused, a Mr. River De- Deliswell. And you've been inspecting his vacation home or Jorah's vacation home when someone, unannounced to you, threw a bunch of smoke grenades into the cabin. And so both enter- the back and front entrance are covered or concealed with smoke. So, the brunch bunch, what do you guys do? Uh, we rolled uh, for initiative last time, correct? We did, so... Yep. It's not uh, move this time. Okay. So am I able to see anyone here on the map through the smoke? You can't see them, yes. But their concealment rules apply, so there is a 20% chance you miss upon a hit. Okay. I like those odds. I do too. I like them enough, so I'm going to go ahead... What's in my magical mystery grenade bag? A lot. What? There it is. Actually, yeah. Let's see here. I feel like a fright grenade. Good old classic. Sounds appropriate. Now nah, we're doing a shot grenade. All right. We want to capture him for questioning, right? If you want. Okay. All right. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. And I want you to roll me. Hmm. Just a percentile? Uh, where are you throwing it? I'm sorry. You need to, uh, Where were you throwing it? Let's see. Probably just right behind to get all three. Right behind? Okay. Yeah, yep. you have to go. Out th- so, I would say, roll me a D100. That's a 54. Okay, awesome. So you hit all four of them. Oh, I should say reflex save, yes? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And that is a what? A D... Or is that DC 12? A bit. I have to go through my notes to make sure I don't have any modifiers to my Jesus, DCs. Fry. Taking up all the time. Oh, Fuck. Come on. I'm the main attraction. Of course I have to make it matter. That would have to mean you're attractive. This what? motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker right here. Equal to 10 plus half the grenade's item level plus your deck modifier. Any penalty okay. you take to your attack roll also applies to the save DC. So probably like a 13. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Shot grenade. There's. Is the oh, half? I don't have it. The half would be automatically one, right? It can't go down to yes. zero. Yes. Yeah. So grenades just level one. So what's your what's deck your deck save? Ten plus half the grenades. So what's your dex modifier, Fry? Oh, that one is plus four. Okay, so fifteen. 15. There you go. So, all three of them save. Hooray! Damn. And take two damage as you huck this grenade at them. Pew. And I forget, can I move after attacking or is it before? Yes, you can. I checked the rules. Okay. And I'm going to Zoidberg inside. Oh, I didn't Maybe. know we could move after attack. Oh. Yes, you can. Aww. Uh, can I move through a friendly character space? Yes. Yes. Okay. I liked rolling it, yeah. making sure you d- had to move first. Uh, well, that's the rules, because I double-checked them, and it says that you can do move or 
uh, standard action in either order. I can do what I want. But you can't do... You have to move and complete your move, or you do your standard action, complete the standard action. Unless you take the feet. Yes, unless you take the feet. Fine. Which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to... I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the enemy's feet here. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So we're up against the go- the, the, the 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 dudes next. Yep. The gobos. The gobos. The gobos. So let's bring, see. Bring that gobota. Are these gobos well, the front and back? Yes. These all six of them move at the oh, same time. The same. So let's see. Oh. One, two, three. So this one is gonna come in. And these guys, actually. Yeah, I think this guy's going to get to that side. So I'm going to work on this back first. So, not did you close the door? No. All right then. <laughs> so he ran through the door. So. Yep. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming he just ran through it and didn't. Oh, yeah, yes, you're right. He did ramp through it. So, it's broken no matter what. Yep. So, this goblin. Is going to attack Sylvia. Okay. Murder, murder, murder. Uh, excuse me. What happened here? Hmm. Oh, my apologies. Something is borked on my end. Bork, 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 bork. Because I'm so smart, and I put a plus in the attack roll. When it you don't put a plus in there, you just put a number. Oh, I see. So you're trying to stack the odds and against automatically it. Add, it automatically adds it in there. There we go. Uh, Celia, does a 12 hit? No. Oh, okay. So, the the gobble in front of you takes out his dog slicer, which is a... I would say it's a MacGyvered machete and swipes at you. But I think he doesn't realize the width of the door and gets the uh, hits the door frame, missing you. <laughs> so to, these two uh, uh, goblins who are in the smokescreen see not who's standing in front of the window, or I should say, he, they see the cap of not um, in the window, so they know yeah. a mushroom man is standing behind the window. So Wait, they're going to go after. How do they know? It's, yes. How do they know it's a mushroom man? I'm wearing Vest Crash Marks glasses. Uh, the top of your head is mushroom, not your face. Yes, but how can they see through my impervious disguise? <laughs> I call shenanigans. Um, well, the disguise check. Well, here, here's the trick. Here's the trick. They are all very well. Um, I say they're very well acquainted with the Vest culture and Vest themselves, and so they're able to see that that Vest. Uh, Groucho Mars glasses are actually a stylized version of a very famous Vest actor, and they know he passed away about a hundred years ago. So you you can't be him. Oh, dang it! It's yep. funny because Groucho Marx died like a hundred years ago. What's so funny <laughs> about that? That's just sad. It's funny. Okay, so that one, and then it's gonna hit. Try to hit you too. Okay. So, the first gobble uh, on this one fires at the window and hits and breaks the window, but does not hit you not. Okay. And then, what is your AC? Which one? EAC or K? Uh, this would be EAC. 17. 17. So, oh, one sec. I, you're technically in smoke. 
Okay. Uh, you take six damage as a laser goes cruising right across the top of your mushroom cap. Dang it, not piercing. Okay. All right, we're going to move down to the front of the cabin where Schmelbeck Jim die, die, die. is. So they see you in the uh, front door. Yeah, me so and they're gonna move. Uh, Intel were occupying Intel? the same square. But Yep. Yeah, you, you, so, you get it. I get it, I get it. So they're going to move slightly together, and they're all going to rain hellfire upon you. Let's do it, baby. So let's get that. Murder, murder, murder. Let's do this. <laughs> let's get this done. All right. Oh. Well, this is going to be a fun one. So I have a 2011 and a crit fail. Uh, the 20 connects. 20 connects, so take three damage. Uh, right as they see the, the Orza in the door riding a uh, robot and they just start firing on you. Pew, 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 However, pew. this uh, goblin you can see the silhouette of, he you hear the click of a pistol and then the pistol explodes in a bright flash of colors. Yay! So that is actually, that gets rid of that uh, range attack because that's part of the enemy that if they recrit, fail using their pistols, they explode. Do I see his uh, visage fall in the flash? You do not, but it definitely, you can tell it was painful. The fact that a gun just exploded in his hand. Good. So, and that will end the Gobbo's turns. Silva, you're up. There's a big fuck off goblin uh, standing right next to me. Yes, yes, there is. Uh, oh, God. I'm going to disengage. Okay. I'm going to run the fuck away. <laughs> All right, then. One, two, three, four, five, six. Old move, God. There. Yep, she moved over there. Okay. So I ran the fuck away. I have 40 speed, so I used 35 of it, I think. Okay, yeah, that's fine. When you do withdrawal action, you can actually dash twice your speed. Oh, cool. Yeah, because the withdrawal action is a full action. Actually, I'm going to move just one there. <laughs> okay. All right, then. If that's your turn, then Shinova, it's your turn. Oh, boy. Um, okay. So, Shinova, I'm going to be honest. She was at the bottom of the stairs. I'm not going to retroactively do stuff because that's cheap. Um, I'm going to move. Hmm. Do I have to get line of sight on them? No, it's an enemy uh, within 60 feet. Uh, so as a move action, instead of moving, because I'm pretty sure this person in the doorway is 60 feet away, uh, Shinova is going to put Gidim on there. And until the start of my next turn, me and the allies gain a uh, plus one moral bonus to attack rolls made against them. Um, okay. And then I'm going to not was hurt, correct? Uh, yes. A little bit, yes. Okay. Then I'm going to use Inspiring Boost, uh, because he's within 30 feet. Any, uh, ally that's taken damage from any attack made by a significant enemy, I'm assuming they're significant, because they're the only ones in the encounter. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, no. Okay. Taking that as a, they're significant. Um, equal to twice your envoy level plus my charisma modifier, um, and you'll regain those stamina points. So, twice my envoy level, which is 
six plus my charisma modifier is three, so you get nine back. Nine? Okay. Nine stamina back. Heck yeah. And that's the end of Shinova's turn. Okay, so that's Shinova's turn. Then George is going to go up. So let's see. So he's just hearing gunfire all around him. So he's going to run and take cover uh, next to uh, Sylvia and pull out his walking stick, which is also a battle staff and ready in action just in case anybody stops in. So, Nagarash, it's your turn. Well, all right. Okay, so I'm just going to summon my sword as a quick action and then just brush my ass here and slap a bitch. Okay. Yes, please. Ten hit. <laughs> uh, that uh, ten does not hit, and thank God, holy shit! So, I would say at that point in time, you come in and lunge at him, and, but he sees you coming through the smoke and dodges out of the way. Bastard. So, with that, it goes to smell back, Jim. Okay. Since I have the memory of a goldfish, was I riding on my robot? You were. You hopped on Intel okay. for this fight. So, I'm gonna use Intel's movement then for this. Okay. So uh, what Jim's action is going to be, or his first action, is he's going to take out his new fire stick. The, well, what was it called? The Tactical Meteor Glaive. Oh. And use uh, Intel's movement to kind of go straight forward. Because I'm assuming I can see other silhouettes. Yes. So um, you can see the silhouettes through like the, the gleaming light. But exactly hitting them, death is gone. So you can't tell how far they are, actually. Okay, then I'm going to move up to where I think is approximately smacking distance. All right. And then Jim's going to smack him. Please. Uh, smack. Uh, that's an 11. Uh, 11 does not hit. So you ride up on Intel, mounted for combat, and you swing where you think the goblin is, and you just hit smoke. Darn. And then Intel... Still has an attack, too. All right. And he's going to bring the hammer. The hammer of justice with a 13. Uh, 13 still does not hit. So Intel also swings in your same general direction you did. And he also just misses. Oh, I'm fucked. All right. All right. So we we come back to the top of the order with not. Okay. So you just had gunfire go through the window and... uh, Graze your head. I am not happy with that. I so not is going to go ahead and unsling his new friend, and going to take aim at this one right there. Okay. And fire with the artillery laser. All right. Mm. All right. Uh, roll me another D one hundred. Game chanterelle. All right. So which one was it again? The one directly in front. The one on the left. One left. This guy. Yep. Oh, sorry. Left. Yeah. So. That does eight damage total. Ooh. So basically you pop out of the window with Chanterelle and you just fire the laser right into that goblin who's just point uh, straight from the window and hit him. <laughs> I want to say in the shoulder, but he's still up. So I'm going to be a little disappointed at that, but yeah. All right. Wait, can I? Yes. Do, wait, do we have a second attack? You do not because you took your action to take out your weapon. Okay. So that if you don't have the quick draw feature, you don't get the full action, full attack. Oh, I do have it. Yay. Oh, do you? Yeah, I took that at the last level up. Okay, perfect. Yeah, then uh yeah, you can make another attack at a negative four. Let's do it. That'll be twenty-two. Alright. 
22, then roll me another D100. 11? Oh. Oh. So you fire again. And this time, because the goblin got hit in the shoulder, he dropped one knee. And you thought you still saw him or the vestige of him in the smoke. And you fire way above his head. So you missed that one. Do I know that I missed? Or you do, do I not. Think I hit... It's just so I'm. You thought you hit him, but nope, you didn't. I'm gonna do a little fist bump in celebration and duck down. All right. So with that, it is the goblin's turn again. So pin, this one, cushion, pin, cushion. Uh, who is facing Nagarash, is going to attack him with the dog slicer. Hey, no dog. Uh, a sixteen to hit. Miss. Hits. So take three damage. As he wields, like, swings up, and then I think eh, he hits you just in the chest. So the armor takes most of it, but he still makes contact. So you said a 16 to hit? Did you say 16? You said 16, and I said miss. Yes. Oh, I I heard hit. Oh. No, I have a 17 on both ACs. Oh, okay. Well, it still hits you in the chest, but it bounces. <clears throat> so, yep, he hits you, and it's just not sharp enough to go through that uh, front plate of your armor. So, from there, these two uh, goblins, who are still on the front, uh, they're going to scatter slightly, not to be directly next to each other. And they're both going to also fire into the window again, since they know that Mushroom Man is still there. Okay. So, let's see. I got a 14 and a 16. Both miss. Both miss. Okay, so they fire into the window, and I think you ducked down far enough this time, learning your lesson. That you don't get grazed on the top of the head again. <laughs> so, moving down to the front of the cabin. Jim, you're Pin being pinned. Pin cushioned. Pin and they're cushion. gonna take their they're gonna take their opportunity. He's gonna step in. Do he's it. gonna take a five foot step Do to it. surround you. And they're gonna come after you. Dog slicers. Do it. So Ooh. I think you're being very lucky here. I have a oh, never mind. I have a thirteen, eleven, and a crit. Okay, crit Ouch. hits. Crit hits. Take 11 damage. Oof. As I want to say, the two uh, goblins on the side swing at you, and you're able to dodge them while mounted to intel. But while you're paying attention to the two on the side, the one in the front just comes right down and hits you in the thigh with his machete. Ah! God, God damn So you got a nice, good gash right in your thigh from him well. just swinging down right on it. Uh, that ain't that that ain't fair enough. So I'm gonna have to pay him back and catch him in the breast. I'm not. I, I was trying to make a fried chicken joke, but it didn't work. <laughs> I, I think I think the pain. It's just it's just getting too hard for you to make that joke. It, it's <laughs> it's just it was so too close smoky. to your junk. <laughs> it's so smoky. So <laughs> smoky. All right then, Sylvia, it's your oh, turn. I should have made a brisket joke. All right. Fuck. <laughs> All right. So Next seeing. Seeing uh, our poor friend Jim there, surrounded by three people. Um, Can you see me? Do I have to roll a perception check? I mean, I have a plus 20. Um, you you can see. It's, again, that thing where you make out silhouettes, but you can't tell depth because of the smoke. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. So I just see a bunch of bodies around Jim. Yeah, so you can see... Or what I assume is Jim. Yeah, you can see Jim on Intel. That's an easy silhouette because you've seen that multiple times. And you just see him getting smacked around with machetes. Cool. Okay, so I'm going to um, go ahead and run forward. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Right about there. And 
I'm going to pull out my shadow pistol. I'm going to try for a quick attack on that fellow. Okay, so rules here. Did you actually have your pistol holstered or were you were you holding your pistol originally? Um, I'm going to say holstered because I can't remember. Okay, so because you had to withdraw your weapon, that does count as an action. Well, perfect. That's my turn. Oh, so. Okay. No, that's fine. That's just my turn then. Okay, so that's your turn. So then it's Shishi's turn again. Okie dokie. Um, well, Not hasn't been injured yet. Nagarash got injured? Nope. Nope. Good. Um, I'm going to reapply the get him to the one in the doorway. Okay. And that's as a move action, I believe. So with my standard action, I'm going to pull out my semi-auto pistol. Pew pew. All right, then. And then that is my turn. Cool. So hearing Sylvia run towards the front and hearing all the um, clanging of machetes hitting Intel and then Jim screaming out about his thigh and about how he's going to get brisket next. <laughs> Don't turn you into mincemeat. Uh, George is going to rush over to the door. Let's see. Okay, that's where he's stuck right now. And he actually doesn't have any range attacks for the time being, so he can't help you t- right yet. So, at that point in time, it's Nagarash's turn. I'm going to slap this little fucker out the door. Yeah, all right then, please. I say hold me before I miss again. I'll do a full <laughs> attack this time. All right. And fuck that thing. All right. So you had a plus one on it, so the... Actually... Oh, so the first one does hit for a 13. So with that, uh, with your solar weapon... Now, tell me, I never got what your solar weapon... Is it a sword or is it... What What is the weapon it's supposed to be mimicking? Yeah, it's a blade. It's just a blade? Okay. Yeah, I think he's dodging around side to side, and you just literally grab him by the shoulder and just hit him with the blade through his side. So... Exactly. that kidney. So he's still up, but he's definitely hurting now because you took a big chunk out of his side. Beautiful. So, and are you doing anything else? Being oh. a doorway. Four, yeah, you took a full action. That's right. So, yeah, it's Jim's turn. All right. Oh. Hmm. No, I'll do that next round. All right. Jim is just going to swat at the dude in front of him. All right, then. Because he is unhappy. So, full attack. Oh, come on. Ooh. It's a crit fail. It is a crit fail. Um, you. What did you want to do for that? If he's flailing, I'm I'm assuming he probably like let his grasp on his uh thing on his uh glaive wasn't as tight as he thought it was. Uh, no. Uh, if you don't want to reroll that negative one or that critical fail, uh, I'll have to have you give me an acrobatics check. Let's do it, baby. All right, then. Roll me an acrobatics. Boop. 14. Okay. Yeah, you just make it on that one. Um, but as you flail around trying to hit the goblin in front of you, you leaned in a little bit too far forward and almost fell ass over tea kettle out of intel. Perfect. 
So, but you caught yourself. So you swung forward, grabbed your seat at the last second. But I would say for the next round, you have a negative one to your AC because you are literally out just hanging there for a second. Okay. Uh, then that's not going to be a good idea. All right, then Intel gets to do hammer time. Gonna, gonna pound them like. I, I don't know. Mince meat. Do you pound mince meat? I don't know. I just gonna tenderize not. them. There we go. You're gonna tenderize them. There you go. There's a pun in there somewhere. Tenderize. Them. <sighs> so that one meets expectations. Sixteen oh. connect. Sixteen does connect. So Yay. three damage to him. As you bonk Pew. this goblin on the head. Get that smiley face. Bonk. You bonked him. You bonked him good. Alright then. So, from there, it's Knot's turn at the top of the round. Alright. I... I appreciate the way they think. Spreading out, thinking that they could get away from my fun shit. However... I'm throwing an incendiary grenade right in the middle of them. All right, then. Because my... I think it's my... Uh, let's see here. Oop, let me double-check my abilities. Is it Brutal Blast? Yeah, so I totally forgot about my Brutal Blast ability as well. Um, okay. Where is it? There it is. Throwing out the fire grenade. And since it does have the blast... Or... No, it doesn't have blast. It has. Never mind. Yeah, it's fire, unfortunately. Yeah. And that only applies so to creatures just... within ten feet of you. Ah, but that one. Yeah. Yeah, grenade expert does. Yes. So, okay. So same thing. Uh, fifteen to uh save. Uh yeah. Okay. So fifteen to save. Okay, so you hit one of them for four damage, the full four, as he gets uh, charred, but the other one dodged out of the way just enough, so he's going to take that other two damage from it. So you, okay. you definitely hit one of them, and his armor, uh, I would say his legs, catch fire for a little bit, while the other one avoids the actual uh, hot plasma that gets produced by the incendiary grenade. Okay. So, anything else other than throwing, hawking that grenade? Can I take another shot with the artillery laser? Uh, probably not, because you would have to pick it up again. Okay. Because in my head, you you fire and you sh uh, throw grenades with the same hand. Makes sense. So. Alright then. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. So, the goblin's turn again. So this one in front of Nagarash is going to try to hit you again. Uh, only 11, so he misses again. So he's he's continuing to hit your armor, but it's just not uh, connecting at all. Uh, Big Wizard proving once again he's a fantastic door. <laughs> he's a great door, and this goblin's just so angry, he just cannot get through this door. No matter how much he's knocking. Can't you hear me knock him? So, with that, let's see. What's he want? So this goblin's going to come out of the smoke. And then this one again is going to stand over here, and they're going to fire on Knot again. So I have a 21 and a crit. Fuck. 
Both hit. Both hit. So take, let's see, 15 damage. Is that all elect? Oh, anything? actually, give me one second. One second. Because it. Holy shit. Not. <laughs> How is this possible? I rolled a one and oh. a six on the, the concealment. <laughs> you are so fucking lucky because, like, after the end of this round, concealment goes away. Holy shit. Okay. Oh. oh, you just saved your. Oh my god. I was not expecting to roll a one and a six on a D100. Well then. That is very surprising. I'm glad I remember these rules because the goblins fire at you. And because the smoke that's still in the kitchen, uh, they miss. So they shoot at what they suspect is you, but actually just a shadow being cast off um, some sort of LED or light on in the kitchen itself. So you actually see your shadow, and they get just get ridden with laser holes to the point where one of them hits it like dead center body mass and just burns into the wall. So okay, you get that image of like, oh, that could have been me. <laughs> Visions of uh, roast mushroom soup uh, fly through my head, and I shudder it off. Oh, oh shit! That was so fucking lucky. Um, so the other goblins who are still surrounding Jim are going to attack him too. Let's do that pincushion, baby. Pincushion. So that is a let's see, a seventeen, a twenty-three, and a nine. Uh, 17 matches, 23 connects. Okay, so you take 5 damage Ah. as that same one in the middle just hits you again. So he pulls his uh, machete out of one thigh and then smacks the other one too as pulling it out. Ah, God. What's with the thighs here? Oh, can't you go for the, are, are you not a breast meat guy? Nope, nope. He's definitely after those thighs. What a dick. All right, then. With that, it goes to Sylvia's turn. Hooray! I'm going to shoot the person, specifically the one on the right. This boy? Oh, and do a. Tr- That's the guy. All and right, I'm then. I'm going to try and do a trick attack for extra damage. So Please. here we go. Come on, get tricky. Well, it's a natural one on the trick attack, so no. Oh, yeah? Um, okay. <laughs> uh, but it is a 25 to hit. Okay. Um, roll me two D10s. Roll me a D100 again. So I need a percentile die. 15. <laughs> yeah. If you rolled a 15, uh, you fired, and you also just see through the smoke, you fired a shadow. And you just see the ring of smoke. It just go through, right through the smoke. So you miss that goblin too. Being super helpful here, guys. <laughs> All right then, anything else? That's it. All right, then it goes to Shinova. Okie dokie. So let's see, lay on the map here. Uh, Shinova has a gun out. So Shinova, can, we can fire through friendly spaces, correct? Yes, I believe so. So, like, Just if I wanted to shoot yes. past Nagarash. Uh, nat one. If you nat one, you shoot Nagarash. That's fine. Feeling <laughs> <laughs> alone. So, one, two, three, four, five, six. Line up the shot. And I'm gonna pew pew. Oh. 
Oh, I didn't click buttons. Does a 21 hit? It does, and it still happens. This guy isn't in concealment because the way I drew this. <laughs> so you do two Woo! damage. So now, Grosh, uh, a bolt just whizzes by you and then sh hits this goblin who's continually trying to get through you and the other shoulder. So uh, opposite to where you hit him in the kidneys. Huh. Grosh just laughs. So, if that's Shishi's turn, mm -hmm. then it's going to head towards George. So, George is going to run out to into the smoke, and he's going to swing at that goblin. The, one of the ones that's just trying to beat up Jim. Oh, yeah, and he hits. Yay. So, that, that goblin will take eight damage from George. Yay. So, as Jim, you see it, the goblin that's like hitting you from the side, you just see this battle staff just come up and just bop him right in the face. As George just like plunges it right, right into his head. Nice. Now, Garash, it's your turn. So this guy looks pretty messed up, right? Oh, he's really fucking messed up. Alright. Oh, uh, then another stabby stab. The door frame. Alright. Overkill. Nope, 15 or a 5. Oh. Either of those oh, wait, no. Shishi, you didn't apply your get him, did you? Nope, I didn't, because that's a move. You did not. Okay, yeah, nope. Yep, you stabbed twice, and he dodges both times. Uh, just barely missing the first time when you try to get him. How are you getting quicker? So, yep, that's your turn. Then it goes to Jim. Can I check to see if there are there machetes? Uh, just basic uh, metal weapons. Yes, they're basically like if you took a piece of sheet metal, uh, polished it into a blade, and then wrapped duct tape around the end for a handle. Oh, so like what we did in shop class. Yeah, okay. it's a shop class machete. It's not very good. Is, okay, next question. Does the dude in front of me have his pistol? Uh, yes. So this dude right here is the one that had the pistol explode. Okay. They're, at, they're in melee range right now. I'm going to put one on there. So that's to remind me that that guy doesn't have a pistol. Yeah, let's try this. In case it comes up. Nah. Not right now. All right. Um, I'm just going to boop him twice. Okay. I was going to overload his gun, but that doesn't make sense right now. Yeah, because I think you get caught in the explosion, too. No, overload doesn't explode. It just makes it malfunction. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make any sense, either. Since they're not using their gun. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Double boop. Neither miss. Neither connects. Neither connects. 13 and so. a 5. Yeah, you're still swinging through this entire thing. And the nope, dice you... fucking hate me. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. And then for intel? Same thing, because I'm not going to take those attacks of opportunity. Uh, 14 and a 3. Nope, still not. So. These are some dodgy motherfuckers. Yeah, they're pretty dodgy. So. Uh... Oh, can I? Thank you. We get to the top of the round. And as we get to the top of the round again, the smoke clears. So concealment is no longer an issue for anybody. Okay. So not. it's your turn. Well, I realized I forgot to apply my weapon spe specialization to all my grenade throws. You cannot specialize so in grenades. Oh, you can't? No, you cannot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, no worries. Then I'll, I'll have to work on my character sheet after combat. So in the meantime, this one here, I've got my eye on him. So All right. I'm going to pull out the artillery laser, take a shot. Oh, yeah. You definitely hit. So you do nine damage. As, as the smoke has cleared, 
So it's much easier to see these goblins. Uh, you just shoot him and you nail him right dead center again. His armor protects him so he doesn't die, but he's definitely hurt from the impact of the laser. All right, and here comes the second attack at him. Uh, oh, okay, so I'll take that first one. Okay. Uh, so oh. a 15. Uh, no, that does not hit. Okay, so. so with that, I am going to duck away. Uh, because you took two attacks, you cannot move. Oh, I am so not used to playing a combat character. Okay, good to know. Yep, so that'll be your turn. So now it's the goblins again. So More both these guys, yeah, they're just going to go at you again. Not so firing lasers. So 26 and a 20. So take six damage as both of them pincushion you from Damn. each side. Okay. Uh, Nagarash, this guy is just not letting up. He He's determined to hit you. Never. And nope, he, he rolled 11. He's still... <laughs> he's trying his best, you know? He's doing what he can. And he's just... He just can't get it. He believes in himself. So, so much. He thinks he's the hero of a shonen manga. And he's just not. He tries, okay? Wait, wait, no, I'm not. Yeah, we know you're not. Uh, we had to get that joke in once per session. Uh, exactly. Okay. So, down to the front of the house. Uh, two of them are going to keep swinging at Jim. Do it. So, a 14. Nope. And that one is an 8. So, those don't hit. And the nope. other one's going... The one that uh, George just pummeled in the head uh, comes back and swings back at George for 4 damage. Yeah. Yeah, so now this is a uh, a duel between George and the uh, goblin there. So that will end their turns, and that brings us to Sylvia. Sylvia, what do you do? All right, I'm going to, um, because that's a window right next to the door, right? Yeah. Cool. Yes. I'm going to take one one step. Eh, beautiful. So I have a clear shot at this guy. Okay. We're gonna trick attack and shoot him. All right then. Oh, God. 25 for trick attack. Oh, yeah, you got it. And let's see here. Uh, 18 to hit. 18 to hit. You definitely hit. So how much damage you do? Eight damage. I'm Eight. cold. Oh, all right. So you hit him. So you fire through the window. That icicle that fires from your cold shot pistol goes right through there and hits him. Since he's facing Jim, hits his left arm and just pierces right through it. Ha-ha! That's my turn. <laughs> All right. That was adorable. So, Shinova, it's your turn. <laughs> Okie dokie, artichokies. Um, I'm going to apply my get em to the one in the doorway again. So, plus one to any attack rolls until my turn again. All right. And then I'm going to pew-pew. Please. With my pistol. 21. Actually, 22 to hit. Oh, yeah. You definitely hit him. So you fire again. Same spot. Three damage. And hit him for three damage. Can I tell if they're hurt? Oh, they're they're really hurt. Just from... You can tell. Now the smoke is cleared. Fudging them up. Yeah. Uh, Nalgarash has stabbed this uh, goblin multiple times, and it is bleeding quite a bit. Oh, yeah. I guess Nalgarash has been attacking, huh? Yes. <laughs> and being a door. <laughs> He's been a great door. door. Adorable door. <laughs> I'll take offense right. to that. So with that, it's uh, George's turn. I called you adorable. It's a compliment. Okay. You're now, able to be a door. I don't know what the problem is. So George misses um, swinging at this goblin that he's dueling with. Let's give him one more try. 
Ah, that time he hits. Yeah. So, uh, again, he bashes this goblin on the top of the head. Uh, Jim, you notice that this goblin is now bleeding from the nose and ears. Good. Fuck so, it. it's really fucked up. Good. So, now, Garash, it's your turn. Alrighty. Fourth time's the charm. Let's try and kill this guy. Full attack. Alright. Yo. 18 and a crit. So how do you want? How do you want to do it? Does he even survive the first hit? Uh, no, he's definitely dead. Uh, but you can flavor it any which way you want. How you eviscerated this goblin? Well, my weapon is currently powered by a irradiated positron crystal, so I'm gonna go ahead and impale him in the chest and then cook him from the inside. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, you penetrate him right through the armor into his chest, and the goblin just microwaves from the inside out. And just carbonizes. Is there a little ding when he's done? Uh, I don't know. Nagrash, you go ding as you throw him off your uh, weapon? Nagrash is too good for your food, buds. <laughs> <laughs> well then, Nagrash, you, you barbecued a goblin. Congratulations. So, Jesus. this goblin is dead. Oh, wait, that was a crit! Yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, the bank. Yes. I'm damaged too. Both times. Now we have those don't count. Yeah, they can. But yeah, you can be cool. Yeah. Thanks. Plus ten cool <laughs> points. So uh oh, Phoenix. <laughs> it moves down to Schmelbeck. Uh, okay. I think I'm gonna change my target to uh the dude over here. Okay. So, two attacks. Uh, 16 and a 17. So how do you want to do that? Oh, I connected? Nice. Yep. Um, hmm. I want to say, like, I get, I catch him with the glaive dead center and just rip up. Car- like, carving and incinerating the flesh as it, car- as it goes up. Yeah. So, yeah, you catch him, like you said, dead center right into him. The blade goes through the goblin. So just so that a bit of it's sticking out his back, and you yank up trying to throw him, but instead the blade just cuts right through him, cauterizing everything. And so he's just a smoldering piece of goblin flesh, split open as he falls to the ground. Now that's what I call a char. Can I ask a clarifying question? Yes. Are we using the same crits we had last round, or last session, because this no. is a continuation? No, we don't. we are not. No. Okay, I was just double checking for my records. Yep, Thank you. It's fine. Alright, and then. Alright then. Uh, What's Intel gonna do? Intel's gonna shoot the dude in front of me. Alright. Switch weapons. Uh, 17 and 18. Yep, that hits. Nice. So Intel does 6 damage. Dope. As he pops him twice with his shadow pistol. Dope. Alright then. With that, we go back up to Knot. Alright. Ding dong? Ding dong? <laughs> There's the microwave. Is the witch dead? I thought I had a doorbell. I thought I, I did, did too. too. I did too. I was muted, so it wasn't me. Obi-Wan, did I you order food? got some pizza. Yeah, Obi-Wan <laughs> got pizza. I want pizza. That makes sense. Oh, pizza sounds good. So anyways, I'm going to order pizza. I'll get back to you guys in a... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All right, uh-huh. that's going to play peekaboo and see if you can finish off this one gobble here with... The artillery laser. Please. Come on, Chanterelle. Do your magic. Let's see what you can do. Uh, oh. 
Yep, you definitely hit the goblin, but you do not finish him off. Ah. So again, Oops. he's got back on his feet, and you hit him point blank again. His armor now cracking from the impact of Santriel, so it's taking the impact or taking the energy away, but it's still the force of it is still hurting him. Okay, so. that's going to take a split second and send a telepathic message to Chancherell. And all right, come on, I know you got this. That was close. We almost got one. All right, come on, let's crack up. Ready and go. It's going to pop up and shoot again. All right. Yeah. Out of 20. So. Did not just give himself a pep talk? He gave his gun no. a pep talk. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. How do you kill this goblin? So, considering it's an artillery laser, Nod's going for center of mass and seeing what's left. Yep. Uh, the last shot you just did breaks through the goblin's armor and bores a hole right through the goblin's center mass. So, a perfect clean hole as a goblin falls dead to the ground. And that's going to take his trigger finger off the gun and do finger gun to just be like a slow <laughs> Alright then. So Before ducking down. Alright. So, moving on. Goblin's turn. So, this goblin is still going to fire on you, not. So, okay. He saw you kill his... Or, actually, he didn't actually see his friend... Yeah, he did saw, saw his friend die. Um, 16 hit. EAC? EAC is 17. Alright, so he misses again. So, you duck and cover as another gun uh, laser shot goes uh, shooting past you. And then I'm going to assume Schmelbeck is gone for the moment. So the one that's t- uh, fighting George is going to swing. Nope, and I'm here. Are you? Okay, great. Uh, he misses George. And then the one that's right in front of Jim, who got shot by Intel, is going to take a s- swipe. Do it. Um, and also misses. Loser. So both of them miss. So very good round for the party. I guess he can't cut the fat. <laughs> oh! Oh! You just got served. All right, that was oh a barbecue my pun. God. <laughs> what happened to all that radiant pun damage? <laughs> We're in the middle of combat. Pun damage. We're with a benevolent god. Uh, pun damage has occurred during combat. I expect it, and I expect bad one-liners from any action movie from the eighties. Uh, however, <laughs> yes. if we are role playing and we are just like going through the story mode, uh, pun damage does apply. Derping around. Ah. It's logical. I didn't realize there was nuance to it. There's a nuance. <laughs> Puns are only for combat. So You have no idea what you've just unleashed. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> oh, Why do you think there's a thing in D&D called Vicious Mockery? That's all puns for bards. I love that spell, by the way. Anyway, Sylvia, it's your turn. <gasps> Hooray! Uh, I'm going to shoot the goblin in front of George with my trick attack. All right, then. Uh, 26 for the trick attack, but I think I'd miss- I'm pretty sure that hits. Oh, that's the trick attack. The actual hit okay. is a 12, so that misses. Yeah, so you do the trick attack, but it still misses. It shoots a little bit too high because you're aiming between George and Jim. Right. Um, I'm going to try again with a negative four for shits and giggles. Okay. Ha-ha! That is uh, 22 to hit. Okay. Uh, you killed it because this monster only had one hit point left. Oh, shit. <laughs> so by default you killed this monster so how do you kill that one uh i want to say that um i'm like after missing the first time I'm like god fucking damn it and i just shoot angrily um and i miraculously hit him in the eye oh yep yeah, okay Jesus. so yeah you you, <laughs> you miss once get angry fire again and that icicle just if you imagine that perfect bullet time, it goes past Jim, past George, who's in the middle of combat with this thing, and goes right into the eye socket. Yes. 
So that Gobbo is dead. So it's Shinova's turn. Shinova, what are you going to do? Uh, Nalgrash just barbecued a goblin on his energy weapon. Seeing that there's barbecue here, Shinova's going to order a pizza with barbecue chicken. Um, uh, all right, so you pull your call. killing all these people? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I can't imagine goblin barbecue smells good. <laughs> Well, there's no spices or anything added to it, so no. Right? They didn't have a dry rub? Mm. No, no dry rubs. Plus, it was microwave raw meat. That's never good. Oh, it's microwaved. Yeah, so it's even worse. Mm. Meh. Okay. Well, Shinova is going to get one tissue. Right up in Nagarash's business, but a little to the left, because... Ew. Anyways, um... And then she's going to take her tactical pistol and shoot this guy. All right, then. Over here. Uh, guy through the window that's being a butt. Yep. Fifteen. Uh, that just, uh, that matches, so it does not hit. So, well, it hits his armor and pings off. That's fine, because the damage was a crit fail. Oh, well, you tried. Should have ordered the pizza. Should have ordered the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it goes to George's turn, so he's going to take a step and go into the combat with the one that Jim is fighting. and going to swing to give Jim some, uh, assistance. And he crits. Nice. Well then, I wasn't expecting that. So, and does 23 damage. So that goblin, uh, as George steps in to uh, assist Jim, swings his uh, walking stick like a baseball bat and cracks a goblin in the face. And Jim, you hear an audible crunch from the hit. Delicious. So, and the goblin goes down dead. So we only have one goblin left. Well then, so that would be Nagrosh's turn is next. Yep. So I'm going to scooch a spots. Uh, can I see him from here? Uh, yeah, I would say you see him. Okay. Then I'm going to do something out of character and cast a spell. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. So, uh, he is within range of me for a mind thrust. I'm going to try and break his brain with my brain. Oh, please. Uh, so it'll be a it's save brain on brain action. That's right. Save DC of 15. It's a will save brain for half. All right. Uh, well, I figure out how to roll. I actually don't know how to use Roll20 that well, so I'm just going to roll it for realsies. All right. Feel free. Yeah, join me. Uh, that is a 13. Um, I just don't want to do math. So, uh, I have to imagine you did the, the forcing where you put your hand out and just pointed oh, yeah. at him. Uh, the and goblin you know, turned my hand into a fist. Yeah, uh, the goblin looks at you as his eyes roll into the back of his head. He mutters something in his native tongue. It begins to foam from the mouth, blood drips from his nose as he drops dead to the ground. Sweet. He saw his ex-girlfriend from that one time at prom. Yep, that's exactly what happened. So, Did that, and that one also only have one point of health left? That had ten hit points, and he rolled a nine on his will save. Oh. Fair. <laughs> so, Nagrosh just cooked his brain with psychic energy. So, with that, that ends combat. So, congratulations, mm. you survived the Gobble Squad. <laughs> Yay. Yay! Hooray! Are any of them still alive? No, they're all very dead. Hooray! I'm gonna walk forward and start looting the bodies. Matt's <laughs> Matt's gonna just mutter back my oh darn, they might have felt chatty. Oh well. I want to loot the body near me. And that's gonna dive through the window to uh, loot the one on the left. Yeah. Um, so you guys go through the pockets. Most of them aren't really carrying very much. So, um, let's see. Why don't everybody who's doing any looting roll me a d20? Just a flat d20. 16. Okay. 2. 19. All right. 
Anybody else doing any looting? Nope. No? Okay. Uh, Shinova, you find 20 credits. Uh, Sylvia, you find 160. And Not, you find 119. Or, uh, yeah, 190. Hell yeah. You're a lot nicer than me. I thought you were going to tell me I found that he soiled his pants. <laughs> no, you found, you found 20 bucks in his wallet. Yay! Also a picture of his children. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I throw the picture of the children into the fire. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah. Uh, uh, beyond that, you guys don't find very much on them. I mean, they do have their weapons, but they're goblin tech weapons, so they're not all that great compared to what you guys actually have. Can we sell them, though? Uh, no one's going to want to take them. Um, What would it be to like check out what they're wearing and their gear to make some connections? Uh, I would say a culture check. You got it. How's that crit do it? <laughs> I wasn't. Why did you have to roll a crit? I wasn't expecting to roll a crit. Because fuck you, that's why. God damn it. That's... Because he rolled like garbage during the whole combat. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. get to use the thing where I got to chop stuff off. Sad. Right? Yeah. So I would say it's probably the one directly in front of you, Jim. The one that uh, George smashed his head open. Uh, when you take a look at his armor and his gear, um, you basically get the idea or recollecting that this group is a section of a relatively well-known mercenary group on Orin. So they're hired out to take care of some dirty work. Most of the time, it's wet work for corporations. So they don't want actually any ties. They hire the Gobbo Force or a section of them to do their dirty work. Hmm. And not... Did they have their cell phones by any chance? No. So Damn it. from your recollection and what you know from living on Orange so long, that the Gobble Force, when they get a mission, they don't carry any real identifying materials. The one that Shishi found was a obvious, like, he's breaking protocol um, mm. type of item. They don't carry comms. And if they fail, or they're going to fail, they die anyway. So if they're not going to succeed, they kill themselves or they just die in combat. So that way they don't get any give away any information of their clients. Damn, they clever for some gobbo bastards. Uh, you also know that the gobbos are usually not the ones who plan things. They're the ones who execute them. So when you hire them, you have to make the plan for them. So someone else has <laughs> to actually plan this out for them. Still, it was rather clever of them to at least not bring anything important clever non-swimming gobbo assholes don't even know how they got here on Orin, not knowing how to swim like everybody else oh, got here they took a fucking ship it's bad. <laughs> oh i just took a fucking ship oh that's nice some of us had to learn how to swim but yeah being everybody born needs in the to water. learn how to swim that's how you don't drown i don't know why you're being such an elitist about swimming not just raises his hand I naturally float. Some of us grew up on planets without lakes or rivers. How'd you get water? Yeah, that's a good question right there. Is it though? We import it, of course. That doesn't make any sense. But what what did what did your uh, species do before you could import water from other planets? Died. Well, considering that right before the gap, uh, we lived probably somewhere else, but no one fucking remembers. Oh, fair. Explains why you can't swim. Uh, wait, I don't think she... Hmm. George just said, so I was like, wait, are you saying that Sylvia's as old as the gap? I'm definitely... Yeah, that makes sense to me. 
Oh, I didn't think she was that I'm old. Definitely not as old of a gap. Oh, I'm actually quite young for my species. Thank you. At that, Nott's going to run up to you, hug your leg. Can I call you grandma? I That'll be a hundred credits. One. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna hold it up while he's finishing a sentence. I've <laughs> always wanted a grandmother. Shinova was gonna walk up and try and smack not in the back of the head. Oh you rolled it. You did something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I failed. I rolled a thirteen, that's not gonna hit him. No, uh you just whiff. <laughs> I misjudge his height and I go over his head. Yep. <laughs> oh no no. The hundred credits is for the hug. To call me grandma, that would be... 400? Oh no, 1.5 billion. And I hold Ah. out my hand. (laughs) That's going to check his wallet. I'm sorry. Then you cannot call me that. But thank you for the 100 credits for the hug. Does he get a frequent flyer (laughs) discount? I'm sorry, what was that, darling? I couldn't hear you. Uh, Does he get a frequent flyer discount? Seems to pay you an awful lot. (laughs) <laughs> he likes hugs, he's a good customer <laughs> Not gives another thumbs up Alright Best hugs In the fleet Better be for credit Right Uh, what are we doing again? Cause I forgot <laughs> Player forgot from last week Well, we got a lead on Oh, we're trying on... to defend Desi Yeah, we got that, we also got a lead on who these gobbles are, and some shady uh, nonsense going on. Right. There was also the gardener. Yep. Right. Miss, uh, what Miss... time is it? About after Game all of our investigating and fighting and whatnot. Uh, after all you're investigating, this is probably early evening. So the sun's just gone down, and we're in twilight. So you guys spent the good portion of a day combing through the entire cabin and as you guys were leaving that's when the goblins attacked right well it's too late to question anybody now george do we have any court dates tomorrow or whatever uh well when i look through the uh briefings and all the schedule keeping timetables it looks like we have a deposition again tomorrow afternoon so we have the morning free but I have to be back at the courthouse in the afternoon. Of course. Um, so we have... And I remember we had two sus- suspects, right? Right. We had, yeah, our main two suspects are Kara and Ubix. Um, there are prime suspects because they're buttholes. Yeah, right. so George George chimes in and says that Kara and Uvix are going to give their deposition, depositions tomorrow. So they're oh, actually going shit. to be testifying tomorrow. So if you guys want to get prepped for anything... He's going to be doing a cross-examination tomorrow. Because Kara saw the fight at 8.30, but because they were on a hike. And then Ubix is the gardener. Right. Right. Which Thank one you. of them was the lover? That's right. <laughs> no, that was Desi. <laughs> Miss, Mr. Rivers, I believe, is our prime lover suspect. Uh, yeah, Desi is the one that um, they were totally smashing. This explains the wine, the fire, the pokers. It just makes sense. So let's focus on our two prime suspects, Kara and Uvix. Uh, behind, behind, uh, she, she, so I'm just going, it doesn't make sense at all, except for she's mouthing it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have trouble reading lips. My species doesn't have them. 
Amazing. I think she said she she is back on the stuff, but I am not sure about that. Hey, not. Oh. You just got smacked upside the back of the head. <laughs> Does a twenty hit? <laughs> uh. Oh, uh, uh, do I get a plus one to defense because of the size difference? Uh, no, but you're wearing armor right now, right? Yes. It, you, she definitely does hit you, but you don't take any damage because of the way fist, like, unarmed combat works. Okay. Oh, no, it's not to do damage. It's mostly just the flick of the back of the head, like, you dumbass. Yeah, so she hits you, but it doesn't do any damage because naturally armor reduces damage for unarmed combat by five. I was okay. just trying to roll to see if I'd hit you all those times. I like the idea of me whiffing every now and then. Right. Uh, oh my I'm not God. on anything, okay? We took care of that. A. B. I'm pretty sure Sylvia would kill me again if I ever got hooked back on that stuff. And I'm not about that life. Well, I'm not about that death. Let me, let me put it that way. Oh, yeah. I'd sneak into your room at night and slit your throat. Then I don't have to deal, deal with it anymore. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> like, we, we figured this out. Anyways, but yeah. We have an understanding. Anyways, uh... So, so tomorrow morning, we should probably prep Mr. George for his questioning. Yes? Is that the plan? Yeah. All right, then. I'm going to take that as the plan. So, okay. is there, It's a really and, good plan. Yeah. Anything you guys want to do throughout the evening? Because it's evening yes. to early morning. You can do stuff. Yes. I would like to do some research on Gabos. See what I can All dig right, up on the net. Yeah. Okay, g- give me a uh, computer check for that one. Can Shinova do a culture yes. check to see what she knows about goblins? Uh, what I just said, you're go- that's all you're going to get from it because of the crit. It's crit? Yeah. Okay. I just want to um, know if Shinova knows anything. No. If 14. 14. Um, for the most part, you spend the majority of the night searching through uh, Boogle and Sling looking for the Gobble Squad. But you can't find any records or how you get in contact with this mercenary unit. There are a lot of like uh, Pettit uh, posts about like, oh, I've heard you can get in contact with this way. I've heard you drop a dead fish into the ocean with your note in there and they'll find you. There's a lot of conspiracy theories and circumstantial evidence about how to get in contact with this group. I I was hoping that Google could be Belugal, but that's okay. Belugal? (laughs) You know, I was saying Boogle, but Belugle's very good. Yeah, Belugle. Belugle is very Dark good. Brotherhood-style mob of goblins. That sounds silly and horrific. Yeah. So, yep, there's just an, a squad of uh, assassin goblins somewhere, and you don't know exactly how to get in touch with them. Wait, can I do a culture check to see if they're connected to another squad of goblins? You can if you want. Yes. He really wants to. Oh, he what crit. the fuck? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Holy crit, shit. Crit, 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 crit. Oh. <laughs> Why, game? Because he's so, our crit bank tonight. So tell me, are they, are they connected to the Goblin Ginyu squad? Huh? Huh? So the Goblin <laughs> Ginyu squad is the predecessors to this, the Gobble Force. Yes. <laughs> so the Goblin Ginyu squad was the original Goblin team 
that was formed to traverse space and bring goblin and civilization across the, the uh, pack world, but they got lost in the drift. So in their honor and their predecessors made the Gobble Force. So, yes. Yes. I love this. It's canon. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at her. Uh, the only the roles that matter. The culture role. I'll, I'll yeah. go as far, even, I'll go as far as saying that when you realize this, that you've heard stories of the Goblin Ginyu Force and a Gobble Force, you realize they're like the logo or whatever you saw that identified the Gobble Force is strangely very similar to the Goblin Ginyu Force's old logo, but it has honorific like trimming to represent the five uh, uh, that were originally in the Goblin Ginyu Force. Fantastic. All right, we can carry on. All right, then. <laughs> Anybody else have something they want to do during this evening up to morning? I have to go see the captain because I promised him I would. <gasps> Yes. Not gonna go resupplying grenades. Okay. Um. So. Shinova kind of wants to go with him to get more grenades. All right then. We'll split this off. So Sylvia, you're going ahead to see Captain Dickweed again. Yay. Uh, give me one. You ready to reprise your role? All right. All right. Give me a moment. All right. Uh, I'll give. Gi- I'll give. Give me one. A few moments to get into Captain Dickweed. Uh, mindset. <laughs> You got you gotta don the sea slug. I know it will want. You just gotta like you gotta be the sea slug. Get into that sea slug. Yeah, be the sea slug. Wear the sea slug. Get in deep. Poison, slime, um, asexual reproduction. Yep. Okay. All of it. Don't forget musical theater. Comes naturally. (laughs) So, um, I believe you find Captain Dickweed in his office, the same place you met him, uh, the day before. Or, yeah, I want to say the day before or earlier today, because I can't remember. As a DM, I don't remember if it was the day before or earlier uh, in the day. (laughs) Sometime in the past episode. Sometime in the past episode, someone will correct it. Or maybe I'll go back and post and correct myself and tell myself I'm an idiot. It was earlier. Either one. Please see previous episode for reference. Yeah. (laughs) Please see, don't at me. (laughs) So you see uh, Captain Dickweed working at his desk. Um... I want to say he has like the single lamp on his desk on and he's like trying to type and correct things. He has a, a pile of papers with like different pen marks and like, oh, this needs revision. It's just red all over. Um, I walk up behind him and place my hand on his shoulder and look down at the papers that need revisions. <laughs> Oh, Sylvia, you're here. I keep changing I this captain's be... voice. I don't know why I do that. It's as, as, it's... Mo- it's as amorphous as his body. I guess so. <laughs> it, it's like we're not professional voice actors or something. No, it's no, because it like I never very... remember. <laughs> no, it seems more like a very conscientious de- uh, creative decision. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> I told uh... you I would be, darling. Right, right, right. Well, that, that was that was really difficult this afternoon. It was. Or do you is something bothering you, darling? It, it it's just it's so hard. 
trying to be in charge of everything and be this creative mastermind and it just feels so lonely uh, I slip behind him and start giving him a neck massage does he have a neck? I'm gonna find one <laughs> roll for neck Where there's a will, I'm gonna a find it I'm gonna rub it uh, life <laughs> science roll for neck oh god Come on, that one. Let's see how bad this can get. It's a one-inch neck. Oh my. I got a ten. So It's a ten-inch neck? Uh, you find somewhere <laughs> lower than his face, but above his arms. So you're assuming that entire region's a neck. Sure. Yep. That's what I'm doing. It's, it's just... It's so lonely at night. You understand that, right? Right, Sylvia? Why do you think I seek out company during the night, darling? Well, would it, would it kill you to seek out my company? We see each other all day. I figured you'd be sick of me after... What, how long do we work on this manuscript? Eight, ten, twelve hours a day? True. Then he's gonna, like, turn around and clasp your hands. But sometimes I need you more. Darling, that's very sweet of you, but our arrangement... Damn the arrangement. We can make different arrangements. Really? Are you up for renegotiating, darling? If it gets me closer to my dream and to happiness... I'm willing to do anything. Excellent. My terms are that whenever those fucktards get sent off on a mission, I go with them. They are... How do I put this nicely? Helpless. Uh... Kind of aimless and wandering. And... For whatever damnable reason, I actually sort of kind of like them, even though I want to kill them on a daily basis. Hmm. All right. So if we, if I allow you to go on these um, extra outings, then I need, I need at least a check-in message every night. And when you're not away, to be here by my side. And he like looks at you with his weird stalky eyes. It it you you think he's trying to be serious, but it I mean he's a slug. A like maybe there'd be question. hard eyes or something. I don't know. I was about to say, clarifying question, stocky eyes as in they're on eye stalks, or stocky eyes as in I'm a fucking stalker? <laughs> He's a slug. They have their eyes on stalks. Right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Sylvia goes, a check-in message. Just... To make sure I'm safe or to control where I'm going? Just to know that you're still safe. That I can do. I can't promise it's going to be a long message. 
Just an, just anything. I need you, Sylvia. More than you will ever know. I think I know perfectly well, darling. Do we have an agreement? Yes. Excellent. And scene! <laughs> so do, do you think that would work in, at, for, a, for a good improv scene before the show? Darling, you had my heart palpitating. Wait, let me check. I think he's like literally just going to stick his like weird slug hand right on your chest. <laughs> Double check. Well, considering she just almost died in a fight, not really because she never got hit, but she was scared. Hmm. I see. Then I might have to give you one of my scintillating slug massages. it's a good way of like cutting that actually no i need you to take a look at the script uh maybe we'll save that for later um we're starting right here at a mid uh a mid slugs night's dream at where snout re-enters right right of course so i i will be playing bottom and you will be playing Snout. So it starts with you. The player is currently looking up sexual uh, Shakespeare quotes, so excuse me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's okay. It's okay. We'll cut at this point in time. No! As you guys are trying to do. No, no, we'll come back to it. We'll come back. Okay. <laughs> we'll come back to the sexy sea slug We'll come back to the sexy sea slug time. We'll actually come back like... As it's going on. But we're going to zoom out of the city and come zoom back in to Shishi and Not, who are off shopping again. Um, at this time, can I check and see if Shira is still alive? Where did you put Shira out of curiosity? <laughs> uh, I left her on the ship. Please so remind her to battle. Please remind the crew or the listeners what Shira was. She's a cat tusk. So it's a cactus that has cat whiskers, and she's got this cute little um, uh, top hat on with the flowers, sunglasses, I think. Okay, so you left uh, Shira at your dormitory, I'm assuming. Yeah, so if she was screaming, the whole dorm would hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think you go back to your dormitory first. And, uh, uh, no, Shani, can you give me the scream? Yeah, you, you hear that going off. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to water it. All right. Yep, you water uh, Shira and the screaming subsi- uh, subsides. Uh, there are quite a few people of the security force who have quite peeved at you as they, like, come out with earplugs. What, you guys didn't think about watering it? Uh, I'm assuming your dorm was locked. I assumed we slept in dorms with a lot of pods. Yes, your pod itself was locked. And security didn't have a key? Executive uh, privilege. Yeah, they're not going to bust open a pod because somebody's going boop, 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 constantly. That's the same sound as a bomb, though. It what happens kind of security more do we have on this? Uh, they got technology to uh, deal with bombs. Okay, okay, okay. They have okay. bomb-sniffing mushrooms. Exactly. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Okay. All right, then. 
So, I'm guessing not. You're going shopping? Yeah. So, what are you hunting for? Grenades again? Yes. Alright. So, since you're by yourself without anybody else, why don't you give me... Or, and Shishi, you're there too, right? Yeah. Uh, I why wanted don't... to just, like, stop by, check on it, and then go shopping. Like, stopping at home to pick up something before going out again after yeah. having a bloody battle. Sure. Uh, Clean since up, you guys leave are... Chanterelle in a security locker because I don't think they'd shine friendly upon me walking around with the artillery laser. At least uh, not since last time. It depends on what type of shop you're going to. <laughs> so... Are you going to like the bazaar, which is a bunch of stalls with weapons, or are you going to one of the mainstay stores? I'm gonna try my look at a mainstay store. Sure. Now, at that point in time, you do have to check in the weapon uh, at the front. Okay. So, why don't you guys just give me a survival check, since it's just you two, and for the most part, you guys aren't the ones who have been navigating 15. through. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, that's good. So you guys uh, find one of the larger stores it is equivalent to like a macy's but for weapons so <laughs> it is one of the main fixtures in fails marketplace so not all starry-eyed all right yeah you go in a couple there's an orison and a human at the front uh door in nice suits with gloves and they ask you to secure your weapons in one of their provided uh lockers before you enter the store not Not's going to ask for two lockers for all the weapons he's been carting around. Yeah, and the, they offer you one of the large lockers. Can I okay. keep my pulse caster on me? Because it's kind of a taser, just in case somebody, I don't know. I'm a very small person, and a lot of people try to take advantage of me. I don't know how your security is here. Uh, I think it's a human who uh, answers. He's like, oh, excuse me. No, I'm sorry, uh, Miss Sheeran, but... Unfortunately, no weapons are allowed on the premises from this point on. Okay, bold yes. of you to assume my okay. gender, but okay, fine. I'll just I'll check you. it. Rest assured that we provide the highest security here at our store and our facilities, and that your mm -hmm. weapons will be secured with us and the lockers for your safe return. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm not seeing those again. All right, let's go. Yeah, I have, I have a feeling security might escort us out. I'm not aiming for that. It's just a feeling I got. All right. So, yeah. you Why? You uh, walk through, and it actually walks through a large, like, I wouldn't say they're very long. They're about 10 feet long tunnels that are, have a myriad of scanners. So, it's kind of like one of those, oh, what do you call them? The things in the airports where you can stand on, they walk for you, essentially. The flat escalators. Yeah, the little, um... Oh, moving sidewalks. Moving sidewalks. Moving sidewalks, yeah. Yep. So they, they escort you onto the moving sidewalk one by one, kind of sit you through, and you go through this tunnel scanners, looking for any weapons or anything else that could be on your person oh, before you enter the store. Like that one movie where they have the giant x-ray scanner and people stand on it and then go through to get on the train. Uh, Total Recall, I believe. Is yeah! Yes. Same yeah. thing. But this is like not just x-ray, it's a bunch of other magical devices that help search for any weapon. Because they're also worried about solarians and other mystics that might be carrying magical items that would be dangerous. Does not Tiara flag it? It does, but they know that is not a weapon. So they're perfectly fine with you carrying a telepathic, non-weaponized yes, weapon. Or non-weaponized item. Yes, not is a weapon. Uh, oh not God, without his stuff, he isn't. Are you sure? Uh, he's a squeak toy. I know that much. Yes. Yes. So he is a jumbo-sized dog toy. <laughs> 
I hope there's no dog people in here. Uh, but yeah, you en- you exit the uh the tunnel and it opens up to a very large shop- shopping center, multiple counters with multiple uh clerks, all dressed in very nice suits, just like the gentleman you saw in the front, and they are showing off different weapons, ammo, armor, grenades to various customers as it for inspection. Side question: What's the highest level of grenade we can have? Uh, that would be. At this point. That's a good question. I don't think Obi Wan. Because I'm proficient in grenades, but that doesn't mean I can get a level fifteen grenade at a level three. I think we decided on uh two, level plus one. Two uh two dice. Two dice. Yeah, I'm assuming, I'm looking at grenades right now just in case to see where the two die come in. Well, a lot of them aren't really two die. They're more like um like there's one that's a level five that does forty six. Uh. Um. Level five. Is- oh, you're looking at the armory, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, I'm at table oh. one ten. Yeah. So. Mostly holy water. <laughs> again, I would say uh, two damage die on that one. Uh, okay. The holy water one is before uh, undead, so it's probably not going to do. Um, not going to be helpful for you guys. But if it's your I'm basic uh, damage, including fire, electric, plasma, uh, or like piercing, slashing damage. Now, if it doesn't have an actual damage die, and this one should be fine because it's a level two, but it's like a right grenade. It just says explode, staggered, and then it's 10 feet. So I assume it just, they do a deck save throw, yes. and if they fail it, they're staggered. Yeah, uh, I, think it's a fort, has... I think it's a fort save for that one, but yeah, same thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, they I'm take the staggered uh, condition. So, But yeah, two damage die uh, for applies to grenades also. Oh yeah, holy water grenade. That's just for undead. So you guys haven't fought anything undead, but if you do, it'd be really good. Okay, I just wanted to double check. Yep. So grenades, same same rule. So two two damage die is the highest you can get right now. But mom, I want three. Too bad. <laughs> so what do you two do? Well, that's gonna be like a kid in a candy store running around looking at everything. And uh, Shinova, just for a little bit of flavor, is going to put a child leash on him. Uh, not. Do you resist? Not too busy being distracted by all the fancy weapons. Shinova, okay. dis- she just hides it as a hug and just clips it onto him. Sure, yeah. Uh, oh, if, if you're going in for a hug, not gives you a big hug. Yeah, sure. I'm not losing you because what? I don't want to die. Not uh, just like the big hug pick you up a little bit. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, what's the animal that is not uh, leash har- harness? Um, I want to think that it's a lion. Okay. Because that way, it's just this cute little lion backpack. Yep. So yeah, not uh, you got a lion backpack attached to you, and uh, the tail yeah. is the leash that she's just hanging yeah. onto. That's adorable. That is way too adorable. <laughs> so uh, as you're cruising about, uh, going back and forth between the different cases, so there's. Well, there's a really wide variety here, and they carry between, like, yeah, fairly basic level weapons to some of the stuff that you've seen in magazines or catalogs that you've dreamed of actually owning, but have no way of actually getting your hands on. So, the, so like the, the Macy's, but for weapons. It's a Macy's <laughs> for weapons, yeah. So it goes as, it goes down to, like, the equivalent of your basic Macy's stuff, which is like, ah, uh, $20, $30 or something like that. And this one goes all the way up to the equivalent of a Prada grade uh expensive is or there like, anything like the uh, cotton t-shirt with the or the men's cotton t-shirt with the nipples cut out um yeah it's armor 
it's part of the uh, Echelon Fashion series. So uh, the nipples are not cut out. There are force fields. You just can't see them. Not as confused. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're even more confused when you see the price of uh, 250,000 credits. Not backs away slowly. So I think you guys finally end up with Knot's random jumping between counter to counter at a shelf or a uh, salesperson that is has a large variety of grenades similar to that of chocolates in a glass case. They're all arranged very decoratively and very nice in the glass case for you to look at. Knots instantly glued to the glass, just drilling it in mushroom f- style. So it's two dice total. Yes. Dang it. Okay. I saw one that was like 2d6, and then right next to it was 1d6 because there's different um, damages. Yeah, it's total dice, excluding if they say like roll this many die for that rounds of like condition. That doesn't mm-hmm. apply. So if it says like deafen for four rounds, roll 1d4, that four yeah. die doesn't count towards the actual rule yeah okay so uh there it's another uh orzen he's like good evening sir well i see you've taken interest in purchasing some grenades so not gonna not enthusiastically without breaking eye contact with the uh, display uh, uh telepathically only to not do you even have any money you spend it all on hugs thumbs up okay shinova 100 percent thinks not has zero money <laughs> well Gonna find out soon. Uh, is there anything from the case you would like to see? Are there any solar flare grenades in the case? Uh-huh. Solar flare ones, huh? Well, do you just ask the guy if they have solar flare grenades? No, no, I'm asking the DM if not sees any solar flare grenades. I'm actually trying to look up solar flare grenades right now. Because I'm like, wait a minute. Um, where are you seeing solar flare grenades? What what book? That would be... Oh, so I don't I say... see it in the armory. I just I don't pulled see the... it in the core rule book. I pull up an armory on, on a website. Uh, if that's a module, it doesn't count. Oh, that is a module. Dang yes. it. So, <laughs> so no. I give rules. If it's core rule books, okay. allow it. But if it's a module, I don't, I don't allow it. Oh, I misread this, the symbols. Okay. That means it's in the core rule book. Okay. Uh, I give lenience to like near space is another one because that, that's an actual core rule book, but we just don't have it. Yeah. There's some cool stuff in the module. Yeah. Uh, they're broken. That's the reason why I don't allow them in because some <laughs> of them are like, here, here's an augmentation for 60 credits. Does the exact same thing if another organization costs 6000 I mean, the solar flare grenade is kind of expensive, but it does 2d10 energy and fire damage. Ah, uh, so it's a plasma-based one. Yeah, it's got some fun stuff, too. All right, so anyways, uh, not going to... Going to point out the frag grenades. Okay, so yeah, so you point out a row or a shelf of the frag grenades, and they go from like your basic frag grenade, which you can find in the bazaar pretty easily, all the way up to a frag grenade level 5. Oh, so yeah, Not's going to excitedly point out the Mark V. Oh, excellent, hey, sir, a classic. And the guy pulls out this nicely put-together frag grenade. It has a ribbon on it, just in case you want to give it as a gift. And he puts it onto a little, I would say, what do you call it, cushion for you to examine. Not has a good close look at it. Yeah. Uh, this frag grenade, the clear choice is 19,000 credits. That's gonna pause. Look at him. Think quickly. Shuffle through his bag. Uh, I'm sorry, what level of grenade is that? Five. Uh, it is a level is known as the Mark V. A frag grenade level five? Five is the Mark. It is the different how I say make of it. So this is one that's been developed five different times. 
So this is the fifth revision of this one grenade from a company. Frag grenades, the fifth yes. one in the book. Yeah, it would be a frag grenade five on the uh, name. It's not level yeah, five. V- it's frag grenade five. It's yeah, level V1. fourteen. It's a level fourteen item. Or the just the V. Yeah, that's 10d6 of damage. <laughs> yeah, it's also 19,000 credits. None of you can afford it. Jesus. Uh, so yeah, after going through his wallet, Nott's going to pull the 500 credits and the uh, leftover bag of apples. Uh, Shinova is just putting her fingers on her, the bridge of her nose. <sighs> no. Oh, I'm that's, sorry, no. but we Please don't deal away. in trade. He doesn't need it. He but doesn't need it. He doesn't want it. They are delicious. Uh, they're still rotten. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not very bright. He's still learning about the world. I don't and even know why he's doing You wish that. to buy him a grenade. I don't wish to buy him a grenade. I don't buy me grenades. I don't buy crap for anybody. That's <gasps> true. She can be a little stingy. Okay, rude. First off. Now it's going to run up or hug you real quick. We still love you. Uh, Shinova looks <laughs> uncomfortable. It's kind of wriggling. Okay, it can I try It doesn't that Nod was holding the bag of apples. Uh, I got to do something uh, here. The Orzen who's just uh, the other side of the counter is just like, Nodding like uh huh uh huh. He he's definitely well trained to handle this. He's just like mm hmm mm hmm yeah sure. You are very good at your job, sir. So I am assuming you're on a budget then. Um, I want something a little bit different than he does. I want a variety. Oh, so, a variety. Yeah. So the, here's what I'm thinking. I need a frag grenade two, uh, a flash okay. grenade one, a screamer grenade one, and a sticky bomb two. So you're looking for a four-pack yes. variety, I'm assuming. Oh, well then. So, let's say you wanted a frag grenade too, right? Yes. Okay, uh, what was the other ones? A flash grenade one. Flash grenade one, okay. And then a screamer grenade one. All right. And then a sticky bomb two. A sticky bomb two, all so right. So 725, 275, 700, 675. Yeah, so 2,375. Yes, because you can do math faster than I can. Okay, so with that, he puts away the frag grenade number uh, revision 5 back into the case neatly. And so it's facing just perfect like all the other grenades in the case. And he beckons you to follow him around the corner to the other side of the case where he is. So mind you, these are kind of like islands, just like any other department store. Yeah, basically, you're at a makeup counter for grenades. Hmm? Don't you fucking eat that, you dipshit. Don't Sorry. tell him how to try and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is not has, is not trying to eat the rotten apple, so he just has it like a feed bag. His face. Yeah. Right. So not yeah not not pull out a rotten apple and is starting to absorb it. Oh well, she she's doing doing their business. Yes. All right then. <laughs> Sorry, my dog was trying to eat a cough drop. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh wise DM, what kind of apple mush? Or what was the apple that not is now absorbing? Oh, that's that's a good one. Um, I'm trying. To, I don't remember what we actually had at this point in time. Um, AirPods. Opal. Really? I did say I opal. Say. Did you say opal? Okay. You did. Oh, here it is. To say, does it really matter? Because it's rotten to the point <laughs> where. <laughs> it's for booking, okay. okay. I want to do it for the wiki that I'm eventually going to make. 
Um, oh, you already got that one. Wait, you didn't you didn't do the horrible delicious? The red delicious? No, because it does not deserve to be gratified. Oh, okay. I, I understand now. Um, um, there's Autumn Glory. Those are new. Uh, oh, yeah, I did put the Cosmic Chris in there and the Envy and the Jazz. I mentioned, like, most of the good apples. Oh, you didn't put a crab apple in here. Yeah, I did. Did you? I said yeah. various crab apples, didn't I? Oh, yeah. various crab apples. Okay. I'm looking at a uh, list of apples. Yeah, I don't think he said crab apple. Yeah, I he did. did. I said various crab apples. I am backing him up. I he do like dog snout. crab apples. Dog, dog snout. snout. Yeah, you pull that one out. It's okay. a good one. It's a good one. I like that name. Okay, I'll update the list. Oh, American Mother's a good one, too. American I like that there's a second gen, I- gen iPod. Yep, obviously. <laughs> uh, I just like the idea that Not was absorbing and digesting free uh, pa- uh, gap technology, which is extremely expensive, but he has no idea what it is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, back to the shopping. So he pulls around, uh, beckons you around the corner, and in that case is they're neatly packaged uh four packs of different grenades so they're four eight twelve which you can just buy as a bundle and it's like so um we don't have a package that already assembled for that but you could of course buy one and we can assemble one for you a bundle and it would be much cheaper to buy it this way than it would be to buy the individual grenades yeah that's what i'm thinking that's Perfect. Why are you so good at your job? How long have you been doing this for? Quite a while. Oh, that explains why you can handle things like this. And she just kind of does the little hand motion over Knot's head like uh, air circle with her palm down. Not just waves and smiles in a mushroom style. Well, here at the Penny Corp, we strive for the best customer service. Nonetheless... If you would want to package all four of those grenades, I can have them delivered to a location of your choosing tomorrow morning, and it will cost you 2,100 credits. Does that include the delivery? It does. Oh, well, what a steal, boy. You are just... Are you single, or are you a package deal, too? I do not mix business with pleasure, (gasps) ma'am. No, I'm just wondering not- if like you work in a team or if you're just a solo person. Because I want to not- talk to your manager and give you a good review. Not's gonna send uh, a telepathic message. Yeah, you know she's a pretty good investment. You know she knows her shit. She's a little bit at times, but no. If I, you wish to leave it. me a review, you may fill out our survey upon exiting the Penny Corp department. Perfect. What is your name? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's the one thing I get you on. Unless every time because it happens every fucking time coral coral oh Bob. it's just like oh what's your name it's just like ah oh, god damn it i don't have a name you should just have a random name generator open like every other dm no that's not how we do this we make up stupid names it's, on the spot um, like real like people Joe. it's it's how i do it so. Um, so Snaggle he tells spot. you his name is uh, Amari. 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 Perfect. That is A M A U R Y. What? A M A U R Y. Amari. 
Now remember that because he's going to become the final boss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I feel like I report, I, I'm pulling a reverse Karen here. Um, yeah, it's going to be wonderful. So can you deliver it back to my um, dorm on the ship? The Excel Saga thingy? Yes, we will drop it off to your post box uh, tomorrow morning. And you guys exchange comms because he just scans your comm. And that actually has all your information on it. And yeah. And from there, you just plug your cred stick in there. And you exchange 2,100 credits for these grenades. Okay. And then side question. Do Hmm. I actually have to go check my mailbox tomorrow morning? Yep. Yeah, if you want them. So you have to actually have them actually pick up your package. Okay, I'll just wait to put them in my inventory then. Thank you. Yeah, you can put them in there. Just make sure you pick up your package. Fine. God. Get the package. Get the package. Oh, I'm going to get yeah. his package. You can get that package. Mm-hmm. You can test out the reverse Karen. Yeah. <laughs> you should ask Sylvie for the uh, details of that. So I Nott's, mean, she would know. That's going to send a telepathic message uh, to him now. All right, so, well, yeah, it seems like the stuff I want is a little pricey. So how about, uh, that four-pack sounds like a good deal. Can I go ahead and get two, uh, both part two, uh, incendiary and frag grenades? How much would that be? Hmm. So you're looking for two level one frag grenades? Level two. Two level, level two frag grenades and two incendiary grenades, level two. Okay, so two and two. Let's look at that. So that would be that. Plus, and then the incendiary grenades. So, if you would wish to bundle those, and I have, I could have them shipped out to you tomorrow, that would be 3,300 credits. Oh. I misread the price tree. How about Mark 1 incendiary grenades? Okay. So, you want level 2s and level, two level 2s and two level 1s? Yep. Two level two uh, frags, two level one incendiaries. See here if I got that right. Yep, incendiary, and then... So, if you wish for those four to make this bundle, it would be 2,000 credits. Not looks at the uh, 1,000 credits in his account. Gets sad. Uh, Just just the incendiary, I guess. I will have to come back for payday. Okay, so just two incendiary grenades? Yep. Okay, from there he actually uh, walks over to his other, or pulls out a, uh, a bundle of two, and they're just two level one incendiary grenades. Yep. So that is going to be 700 credits. All right. So you can add those immediately to your inventory. Oh, so he's just walking out with these grenades? Um, since oh. they are packaged together in a, in a special box, you can walk out with them. You just can't open the box until you leave. Oh, so uh, since I'm getting a custom-made package. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Basically, the reason why you're getting custom-made because you're getting one of you're getting a different one for four, while knots was just two incendiary grenades. So it's Put like together. Yeah. Yeah. They're obviously going to carry bundles like that. So, yeah. yeah, it's basically sealed in a little box that has an alarm. If you open it while you're in the store, it will go off. But as soon as you leave the store, it gets deactivated through that tunnel. So it is not told how this works. Uh, yes, uh, he is told. Okay, okay. Uh, I just had to check to make sure. Shinobu okay, cool. Took that package from you. So uh, Nat's gonna give, or after the exchange, Nat's gonna give him a hug, take his package, and skip uh, out to catch up with uh, Shivana. Uh, you're on a leash, bud. I like right. to imagine you start skipping away, 
Yeah. And Shinova just yanks you back like a dog <laughs> that's going too far and is pulling on the leash. Can I do a strength check to see if I pull him flat on his butt? Yeah. Uh, Potent range checks. <laughs> okay. I'm going to fail. Dead. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so just like a, a really big dog with a small child oh. not begins to bound towards the door and she, you just get dragged along for the ride. So, and actually, uh, why don't you guys give me any one of you going, or either one of you two, give me a perception check. Perception 16. 11. Uh, not, you're a little bit too happy to notice, but oh, yeah. uh, Lulu, you know, uh, Shishi notices that though the clerk, Amari, mentioned that this is the, the Penny Corporation or the Penny, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the Penny Corporation, uh, you see that it does say Penny Corp with it, but under. Near that, there's another logo that's just a a really fancy S, is the best way, an emblem. Okay. So you just notice that that's a little off. That suddenly there's there's a pentacorp, and then above it, it's a really fancy looking S. Hmm. And it is throughout the the uh, building. So whenever you see pentacorp, that S is always above it. Okay, so pentacorp is owned by a company other than pentacorp. Yeah, congratulations! It's a subsidiary subsidiary of another corporation. So, is that all you guys going to do? Yeah, and I have a question. Yeah. Hmm. Before we get back to the se- sexy sea slug. Shh. Yes. Uh, oh, first, no, no, no. Shinova is going to stop by the manager's office or wherever and leave a raving review about Amari. Yeah. Yeah, so. you get that uh, after you leave through the uh, tunnels. There's a exit poll you can do about your uh, uh, the person who helped you, your clerk. Yep, you can just fill it out and give him a... No, it's it's not that to have S. <laughs> for people in the chat. <laughs> for people at home. Give me a lot of put in the it's got a Swizzy? Swayze? I thought it was a Stolsey. Stolsey, thank you. Oh. That weird S everyone drew in middle school. Yes. Um No, I was thinking it's more like supposed to be like a gilded, that fancy font type of thing. Like calligraphy. Well, you have your head cannon and I have my head cannon. Either or, it's an S. It's a fancy S. It's above the Penny Corp's name. Mine makes more sense for a bunch of teenagers. I bet it does. So, Best question. Thing... Hmm. Yes. Range of 20 feet means I can throw it 20 feet. The 10 yes. feet, 15 feet, or 5 feet is the distance it encompasses. So, if I have yes. one that's 5 feet, wherever I throw it, it's only that square. Yes. Cool. Okay. Just checking. Yep. I was just so... going to say, like, I literally typed in middle school S thing. And this popped up. Yep, it's true. Either way, let's head back to a sexy slug town. Scintillating slug massage. We are in the middle of their revisions. <clears throat> Gaze on my lips, and if those hills be dry, stray lower where the pleasant fountain lies. <laughs> oh yeah, Shakespeare quote. That was a good one. What do you see? You see an ass head of your own, do you? Exit snout. Re-enter quince. You are now playing quince. That wit falls backwards when thou hast more wit. Okay. I see their knavery. This is to make an ass of me, to fright me. If they could, but I will not stir from this place. Do what they can. I will walk up and down here, and I will sing and they shall hear I am not afraid. <coughs> the owl so cock, so black of you, 
with orange tawny bill. The throstle with his notes so true. The wren with little so quill. So as Dickweed is belting out this song uh, to the <laughs> office, his calm on his desk begins to go off. Damn it. What's it say? Uh, it basically on the other on on the other line is another one of the captains explaining to Dickweed that there has been an issue coming up with another ship other than the Excel Saga, and they will require his assistance. Fuck. Well, it seems we only have time tonight for one activity, so I will leave it up to you, Madame. Fabulous. I choose. Hmm. What movie have we not watched yet? <laughs> oh, God. Uh... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Make up a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Slug Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, it's a classic. Mm hmm. Perfect. Um, we'll watch that. That is my activity of choice since you left it up to me. All right. Um, Slug Pilgrim vs. the World, as you sit down and watch it, is actually a musical. <laughs> so it's oh, a full-on musical of a slug going on a conquest of his home planet and trying to bring freedom for all the slug and slug kind. Its backing so, music is done by that famous slug band, the Slug White Stripes. Yeah, the Slug White Stripes. And it's very, it's very tear-jerking at the very end when he dies in, because of uh, salt poisoning gets them every time why don't they ever realize that they just can't win against salt you got me this was very interesting it was truly a classic <laughs> do, do you need my tissue again darling yes <laughs> I don't even have nasal things it doesn't even make sense. You cry at every movie, even the action ones. They're scary. <laughs> and with that, we leave our uh, connoisseurs of the film and slow culture to their night. And we fast forward to the morning. FYI, he just gives a very good friend massage. He doesn't know how to be scintillating. No, of course he doesn't. He's Captain Dickweed. Why would he? Mm -hmm. uh, that made me so happy, just Phoenix's initial reaction, assuming what would happen. Made me so oh happy. Phoenix put it into the chat, Slug Dog Zillionaire. I know, it's fantastic. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, too. Shit. Phoenix, you gotta chime in when you get these good ideas. Uh, Captain Dickweed. MVP. So, it is the morning. What are you guys up to this time? So you have, in the afternoon, you have depositions to get ready for. And I will say, though you do cross-examinations at this at the deposition, you still can meet with witnesses because they will be at the courthouse today. I'm, I'm thinking. I have an idea. But I'm going to have to do the super sneaky. All right. Are you roughing not in on your plans as well? Nope. Oh, but not looks up to you. Oh, he looks up to everyone. Hey, is that a short joke? Damn straight it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I think they can during this uh, morning sequence. Then I think we should do that. Yeah. And so so we'll cut to it's uh, Jim's barn and he is working on the pre-gap vehicle that they found in the junkyard, which had no engine, no tires, no nothing. It was just a chassis and nothing else. And he's working on it with Jim, who or George, who bought the car. All right, now, George, hand me uh, the arc welder over there. Uh, huh. It should What's be the thing like? that smells like burning metal. Ah, well, easy. And so he walks over and grabs the arc welder for you. All right, now, uh, why, why, why am I, uh, why are we building this here, uh, 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 what was it? A, a a car? Is that what this is called? Hmm. Uh. Well. To be perfectly honest, uh, uh, I used to race, and I'm feeling the itch to get back into the uh. The ring? No, the track. Get back on the track. You know they make ointments for that. Uh, not that type. Not that type of itch. Well, okay. You know, it's it's the desire to get back and do what you love. That type of thing. Well, we got the, uh... <laughs> oh, wow. I gotta come up with a different one, because I just thought of the Red Stripe series, and that just makes me think of a Jamaican beer. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. I need, a, I need a synonym for, uh, or no. Yes, and no. A word like it, but not exactly it. <sighs> I need a thesaurus. Bring it. What's the word? Uh, line. Arrow. Edge band. Oh, red band. That's a good one. A red band. Yeah, that's what the the race series is called. The red band. Oh, the red band. Yeah, we have the uh, we have the red band here in a little quadrant bunch of uh, hobbyists uh, racers. Is that what you're interested in getting into? Yeah, roughly. Um, it's been quite a while since I've actually had to race, so I think closer to the hobbyist area is where I want to be. Alright, alright, alright. Okay, so I need, so what we need to find is a uh, we need to find a Thompson's minigun and a rocket launcher uh, and an artillery me? laser. Wait, 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 wait. Why are we getting a Thompson's minigun and a artillery laser and a rocket launcher? Well, it's for racing. Race? You don't use guns while you're racing. Of course you use guns during the red band. What? How are you supposed to win the race if you don't got a fast car and guns? You drive better. That's how you win a race. <laughs> that ain't how this works. Nah, nah, nah. This, this, uh, my vehicle, she ain't gonna have any weapons on it. Not even mines? No mines. I don't mind, like, what do you call them? Uh, the, the flak. The ones that help avoid missiles. But I don't want no gun, no missile, no mines. Okay, what about a little dart gun? Just a, just a tiny little dart gun that that can like you know get somebody right in the back of the head. 
No, no, no guns at all. I uh, I raced before without any weapons, and I don't plan on starting. Yeah, and how well did that go? Okay. <sighs> all right, so no guns. Do you have an engine in mind? Might need a hard. Well, I've got myself in it. We all. I am an engineer, so might need more of a fabricator. Ah, oh, crap. Why didn't I get the stupid little... Well, it's not stupid. Uh, y you know the one. He's, uh... He's squishy. You mean not? Yeah, that one. I think he could be a fabricator. I mean, I did see him fabricate a grenade out of an old flare and a carrot, so... I would say he's fairly competent. Maybe only in grenades. Alright, so... I need, so we need to go down to the junkyard and to, or somewhere and find ourselves an engine. Because as it is, this thing ain't going nowhere. Right. Maybe we can just pick up not on the way there. Alright. Th so, we'll head to uh, Sweet JP's garage. <laughs> I, I, what's Try so funny? time. I don't understand what's so funny here. Hmm, nothing. Just remind me of something funny I remember from my past. Uh-huh. Alright, so they they hop in. Are, th are we going to take my little junk cycle? Uh, George has a uh, car he borrows from the uh, company. Okay. Where the heck are we even going to find Nod? Yeah, where is Nod? Let's see here. It's in the morning. Day off work. Not got some new grenades, so uh, Nod's having a tea party with his grenade set in the storage bay. Okay. Right, then. So we're not usually as with his intercycle and all his weapons. Yes. That's adorable. All right. I like. I want to imagine that the futuristic sliding door j just gets slammed open. And <laughs> Nod, I got a th I got a thing for you. Nod looks up midway through uh, imaginary tea pouring. Just in time, we have a seat for you, Jim. Never mind that, we're making us a race car. Doesn't a car already race? Why is that redundant? Well, you can either sit here and be a part and not be a part of it, or you can come with us. And watch me potentially make the worst race car in the history of racing cars. I do like making things. Let's do this. Alright. He, he pats one of the new incendiary uh, grenades. I'll be back, Susie. You are the host for now. Oh, that's creepy. Alright then. So, I had to pick up... Not we had, They head over to the... Uh, garage? Alright. As... <laughs> oh god, do I have to be the charismatic character? Um... Uh, By the way, I not did grab the artillery laser. Because <laughs> I've only... Oh, Alright. I've only got a plus two for that mod, so this could be uh, amazing. George has a zero, and not has a negative. Okay, so I'm the charisma <laughs> man. Perfect. Just, yes, just don't make me do survival checks. Alright. <laughs> All right. Um, 
come in and like do that thing that really annoys anybody that's ever worked at a shop that has a bell and just ring it a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you do that, and then uh, out from behind the counter, I think they were sitting down, so you really couldn't see them uh, right away. I think stands another Orzen. Uh similar to you. Uh, he's grease stained, oil stained. His hands are very much like he's been working in engines and uh, everything mechanical. Uh, he's wearing a snazzy set of uh, jumpsuit, similar to that of any engineer would wear. Many, many pockets for all the tools you might need. Uh, yeah, what do you want? I'm looking to see. I'm looking for a Ass Blaster 9000 engine. Uh, what again? You know, an Ass Blaster 9000. Am I, am I speaking a different language here? The Ass Blaster 9... Yeah, you might be, considering no one get the one get their hands on one of those. Well, God. I guess I should ask you then. Um, uh, can I read his name tag? Uh, yeah. Is it Sweet JP? Uh, no, it's Sweet PJ. Damn it! That's why he's bald. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, uh, Mister PJ. Um, my, my tall furry friend here, and just gonna gesture wildly behind me, assuming George is behind me. Yep, he is. Is, uh, looking to get into the Red Band, uh, series. And we need us, we need us an engine. Oh, Red Band, huh? Yep, damn fool's gonna kill himself. So, uh, how much money got on you, then? Oh. Uh, <coughs> uh, George like steps up and puts up three fingers. Okay, uh, I I got one, so uh, got we got four K there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you guys are great. No, no, you're not going to get an engine for something like that, especially one the hell out of competing red band. Is there anything that, I don't know, might not be in the best of working conditions at this point in time? Uh, give me a diplomacy check. I can do that. I I am very diplomatic. That's why I have no ranks in it. With the 20. Damn. You have Oh, because you got an 18. I was like, how do you have no ranks? Got Okay. Uh, he kind of strokes his chin for a little bit, and it leaves a grease stain on his chin. So, as he's thinking, hmm. <sighs> Well, if you want to get in the red band, and you want to win, if I give you anything subpar, you're not going to win. It's going to blow up on you, no matter what. Right, right, right. But here's what I'll do instead. I'll sponsor you for a slot in the red band. Because for the most part, you're going to need a sponsor if you want to actually get into red band. Like, no offense, but blow hard and... uh mushroom there well they're not going to let you in past the past the entry fee uh-huh but if sweet jp's garage sponsors you then we got something to work with you'll be a small corporate racer and if that's true a little bit of advertisement we get a bit i get a bit more business and i can give you an engine to work with 
Well, I'm I'm a, I'm plum okay with this, but uh, what's Mister Morals got to say about this? Uh, George, George, I think he's he also like sits there and thinks for a moment. Before speaking, he goes, "Well, how about what's the catch other than uh the advertisement you get from us?" And PJ behind the counter, oh, you lose. Well, you're still going to pay me for that engine. That's kind of the thing. You're on the hook for the engine. If you win, I still make money. Essentially, you're going to pay the engine off. You don't win. Well, you got to pay me for that engine because it ain't going to be useful after a red band. Trust me. Right, right, right. Um, I think Jim's having internal debate whether to mention that George is essentially doing a suicide run. I mean, it's what, what the character do. No, I think he's going to gloss over it. Right. Uh, so, you'll sponsor us, and so we'll we'll slap your name on that call. And this fella, uh, kind of kind of like leans back to George. You have run, won a race before, right? I think George like pauses. Like, yeah, I've won a race before. I've won a couple actually in my time. Like, can you can you name drop one? Um, a couple years back, I uh, won Yellow Light, back in Casterville. Well, see here, this he he um, my friend here he 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 won Yellow Light all the way over in the pack world on Casterville. So, I think you're in good hands here. I think when you you mentioned that because George whispered it to you. Um, the PJ there, I think he had, I want to say something in his mouth, a pen, a cigarette, anything that he was like talking with while he was holding his mouth and he just kind of drops it. Oh, the, 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 yeah. So you're in uh, good hands here. He won what? Uh, that, that, uh, pack world race. Everybody knows about the yellow light. I definitely know about it. Trust me on that. So you're telling me, Mr. Blonde Man over there won Yellow Light? Yep. And I think, again, that PJ pauses. It's like, this guy wouldn't have happened to fly, I don't know, some a ship called the Pistol Raven, would he? Um, I think he's going to gesture at George, but George obviously can't see him gesturing. Because... Volka wins yellow light. Who's blind? There's only one person in recent history who's done that. Uh, George, I, 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 I need, I need some, I need some support here. I, I don't know if you are, you and this feather are the same person. Uh, I think George is nods. Yep, that's him. That's him. Slaps his hand on the table. Yup. I think PJ just like sighs and shakes his head like, well. I think he's perfect for Red Band, then. Great. I think he's just, I think he's crazy enough to actually win it. Oh, then this looks like this will be a good business uh, thing, transaction, partnership between the two of us. I believe this will be fruitful. So, do you have something you guys can work on? Like, you already have the car or something? We got the frame. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a pre-gap model, uh, uh, 
think it was a uh, a Spitfire Corvette. Is that what that's, it was? Yeah, that's what we called it, the Spitfire. Oh, I just guessed. <laughs> it was something. Wait, it's supposed to be a Stingray, but we named it the Spitfire. Okay, cool. I'm glad I somehow remembered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, got got ourselves a Spitfire body, and we're gonna fortify it and revamp it to handle those speeds that, in you know. That that race demands. Well, you got something. So bring it, bring it to the shop, and we'll start putting everything we need on that and get it ready for Red Pan. Oh, oh, oh all right. Um, I mean, I thought so, we, we kind of figured that we'd be the crew working on but no, that's fine. That's oh, totally oh, you fine. will be, but I'll get the parts. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. Make no mistake, I ain't touching that car. Do you think I'm going to try to work on a pre-grap, pre peak wrap? P-crap, like, yep. P-crap. Like, it, it can't handle a pulse engine, nothing. So, but we so, got we got him piloting it, so he might have a chance of winning. So how about I get a, uh, I'll get a uh, tractor over here to haul the parts. Sounds good. Now I'll get the parts ordered. All right. Uh, pleasure doing business with you, Mr. PJ. Yep. And I think he shakes your hand to seal the deal. And you guys now have a garage space and a sponsor. All right, we're we're part of the way there to getting ready to race the red band. Uh, right. uh, is there is, is it hot in here or is it just me? I I feel like it's a little warm. Not such spanning, Jim. Thank you, not. Thumbs up. Uh, so, uh, yeah, cool. Go go team. Um, we should probably start looking at reinforcing that frame. We can weld on a fridge part from the junkyard if we want to save money. Well, it's not its not really my car. Um, I mean, if George wants a mini fridge, then that's fine. Uh, I think at this point in time, George is walking out. He's just lighting up one of his cigarettes. He's like, I'm just going to race. I'm going to leave the mechanic things to you. Oh. So... You know what up. you're doing when it comes down to the red band, considering this is your neck of the woods. So, make it ready for red band. And if I get into it, I'll win the race. Uh, all, all right. Um, okay, not, uh, well, let's go and take some, let's go and kind of figure out some, uh, uh some modifications. Not jumps and does a fist pump. So, all right then. Let's I think fin- from there. Can we finish with just an engineering check for figuring that out? Yeah, please. I was going to say from there, let's do an engineering check. Uh, not and uh, Jim do engineering checks. Boop. 23. Uh, yeah, 23. Yep, 23. I think now it's a little slow. I, I it's working. Slow. Wait for it, I believe. Uh, 13. Ah, uh, 13. So close. Almost had a crit. Would have almost been as good as Jim. Yep. So, uh, I want to say that Jim, when it comes down to parts, you you first get the Spitfire into the garage. So that that takes you most of the morning. Uh, The garage is well stocked with tools and all the basic things you need. And then for parts wise, um, you find, Jim finds it, all the different metals you need to reinforce this uh, chassis to handle the new engine. Uh, not you 
kind of do. For the most part, you keep finding pieces to make grenades, which are not <laughs> helpful in this situation. No, 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 no. He does not want no, no weapons for some unknown reason. Crazy some bitch. Telepathically. What? Not even a grenade catapult? I mean, sure, I, I found all the parts. I can make three, but I think probably best we should have one. Don't no, 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 no. He said at he most just... he wants like a flak thrower. Which ain't gonna ooh, 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 do ooh. much help, but... What if it's a flak thrower that throws frag grenades? That counts, right? Yeah, let's do that! I no, like that no, 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 no. If the if the bland dog wants to get himself exploded, we we just build this thing as explode-proof as possible. Oh, okay, okay, I can do that. Let's see here, but that I'm gonna make stuff explode. That and we are we're probably gonna make it so the engine can handle you know three nitros and hopefully not grenade itself. So the the car might become a weapon in of itself at some point. Ejector seat. We need an ejector seat just to make sure that. Uh... We can keep George safe, you know? Just in case it does he, go bomb. He's racing Red Band. There ain't no thing known as safe. What do you think this is? The yellow light in Casterville? That race I don't know about? Nods hearing words, doesn't understand him, so he just kind of shrugs nonchalantly. Uh, actually, not. You gave me a culture check. Oh. Fair. Since fair. you've traveled quite a bit around the, uh... Nope, <laughs> nope. No. No, no. The dice no, agree. Actually, I don't think... Oh no, character decision. You can you don't have to. But say you only know space car. That's what it is. Oh yeah. I only know I only know of racing where they make left turns. Not these crazy ones where they gotta make this left and this right and this right again. It's nonsense. Mm-hmm. So with that, I think, uh Jim, you spend the rest of the morning up to the uh court appearance, uh working on this car. Uh not you try to help. I, yeah. I like to think of it more as like I'm trying to like figure out some schematics and he's welding. Yeah, he's welding, yeah. but not anything important. Perfect. So, uh, Jim, you're basically at the drawing board trying to sketch out the correct things you need for this car. And not you're literally just taking scrap metal and random things and making different like prototypes for grenades. Non-functioning. But you're like, oh, this will work really well. Yeah, I, I, I'm still working on that prototype for the grenade catapult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not being helpful at all. And you're just in the background just making noise as, you know, <laughs> Jim's on the drafting board just sketching out everything on blueprint, uh, blueprint paper. Oh, all right. So, anybody else want anything before we cut to the courthouse? I'm getting my package! Okay, yeah, you pick it up. It is very well wrapped with the Pennycorp logo on one side and that S on the other. Okay. So... Yeah, it's really nice, and when you open up, the grenades are all bundled together with a ribbon, and it just says, thank you for your patronage. I take the ribbon off of it, and I assume it's long enough, and I tie it on my head like a bow. Sure. Because that looks It's very nice. Mm -hmm. It's not that cheap, like, plastic ribbon. It's actually, like, cloth. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anybody else? Oh, Nagrash is probably spending the time trying to look the least like a brick of a mercenary that he is. Oh. uh, Before going into court. Sure. Um... You know, let's go with a... Why don't you give me a hmm, culture check? Sure, culture. 18. Oh, yeah. So, you know from, like, all your armor and whatnot, that's very much going to give you away as mercenary. However, you think to yourself, you can probably stop by a store nearby the harbor or something to help, like, get extra clothing that would basically make you a lot less, like, imposing. 
as imposing as a seven foot tall lizard man could be. That sounds expensive. Uh, well, it is the future, and regular clothing only costs a credit by uh, the <laughs> uh, Coral Books rules. So, and, uh, yeah, I guess Negrash will have a lovely shopping morning. Yeah, so I think you go off, and uh, what does Negrash? What's Negrash's taste? Is the question. Mayonnaise. He has none. He has none. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Really? So, I figured he it, would taste a little gamey. All right, then. If Negrash has no taste, everyone, what's Negrash's taste? Um, um, He's a um, steamroller outfit. No, no, no. We got we to gotta look for pictures. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my favorite thing. When someone, when a character doesn't know what they would do uh... and just says, I do it, the entire team makes it up. Yeah, and we'll figure it out. Um... Sailor outfit. I am sexy. Yeah. Sexy sailor outfit. Just think of it. <laughs> mm, okay. Uh, That's one choice. Yeah, I was gonna say I envision khakis with a Hawaiian Sailor. shirt and uh, maybe Crocs and socks. Oh, I was imagining. Uh, that feels racist. Shawnee said, uh, "Sexy sailor." I was mentioning he just has a guns out. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, there it is. Found it. This used to have sleeves, but I flexed once. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Oh, boy. Wait, 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 wait. Are we sure it's that one and not this one? Hmm. You know, I was actually going to make that joke. (laughs) But I believe Nagarash has enough sense. No. To not choose that one. Nonsense. <laughs> it's all nonsense. <laughs> Funny enough, if you search sexy sailor costume, most of them are women. Huh. Oh, what a wonder. What? what a concept. Wait. I had another idea. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Did you find something else? Did the share the class? Two fantastic things. All right, then. Oh, I mean, this is just kind of what I envisioned oh. Nagarash thought when he thought, I'm going to be professional. I do like <laughs> that one a lot. Fun fact, if you Google well-dressed best, this is what you get. Nice. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 No, that wasn't me. Holy shit. <laughs> so, Two radically different a, things. There's a little oh, bit of God, a difference Oh, good God, the timing there. on that. Give me one. Posted a... BDSM outfit. As Phoenix said, if you Google well-dressed vest, that BDSM outfit popped up, and then a well-dressed vest popped up. Oh, that timing. So good. Oh. That gimp suit, though. Oh, you cannot make it up. It comes from Nordstrom. Is it on the rack? It is. So, Definitely. I want to say that uh, Nagarash, that because of general vest culture, you do get that kind of robe poncho type of look because it's easy enough, easier for you to hide weapons and other things you might need under it. But you're definitely rocking those khaki pants and that Hawaiian shirt underneath. That seems fair. Boo. Yes. No gimp suit. No gimp suit. Not yet. That seems like an Orson thing, really. <laughs> yeah, it really does. No, it's more of a uh, the Shunta thing. Yeah, at this point in time. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, a moo-moo. A yep. moo-moo. Uh, at this point in time, 
So after everyone's gathered all their stuff, it is probably around 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon when you guys have to meet for the depositions at the courthouse. Alright. Um, do we have all of our shit in a... Shit, is it all in a manner that makes sense to present to the client? Nope, but we'll do it anyways. Fuck right. it, we'll do it live. Okay, so you... A lot of you go into the audience box above the courthouse or above the courtroom. Uh, George is down below at his defense attorney like podium. And then adjacent to him or opposed to him was the prosecuting attorney, which would be, again, Dubhe Alpha, the uplifted bear, who's presenting the case. And then, uh, again, against you guys, it's another audience box. Are we allowed to have signs? Uh, So... This is actually a rule in this courthouse. You guys are not allowed to have signs or anything that would give hints or evidence to the attorneys that are arguing. And they try their best to keep magical means down. However, the different sides still cheat. So this is definitely a thing they do. I wanted to have a motivational poster. That's like, go George. Also, Shinova has telepathy. That's the main way she talks. Um, so... For Obi Wan, yeah, they they oh. they conf- if you had a motivation post, they still confiscate it. Uh, for Shishi, that's the reason why telepathy is not disallowed in the courtroom because they know there's races that speak only through telepathy and they can't get rid of it Hey-o! or ban it in the that's courtroom. Racist. So, yeah, so Jesus? they ban things like Whatever. zone of truth or uh, suggestion or anything like that. They will detect if you're casting spells that way. Did but, they take away and telepathic message? So did they take away um, the spell telepathic message? Yeah. But did they take away Knot's little crown of telepathy? Uh, d- depends, Not Are you trying to hide it? I'm not hiding it. I'm wearing it loud and proud, and I'm not speaking ver- uh, vo- Well, No, Not does speak vocally because he knows that's going to make a case. Yeah. So uh, when they see that tiara, since it's a pretty common item, uh, the bailiff confiscates it and puts it into a storage locker outside the courtroom. And then Nott's going to be like, Wait, I need that to help me communicate. I don't understand it, but other sentients find my rate of speech Greeting at times. This is for their convenience. Well, unfortunately, that's not part of the rules. You're able to communicate via your normal vocalization physically. And extra telepathic messaging is not allowed in the courtroom. Hard ass. That's That's just the rules. That's going to shuffle an excuse for us to say hard ass in uh, Hordus language. Uh, what's it smell like? All of you assume they don't translate. Ooh, that's a good question. You know, Butts that smell death. that Chuck E. Cheese has at the end of the day? Ugh. Uh. Ugh. Yeah. Sad I, I pizza, think... jizz, and sweat. Yeah, the guard is just like, if you have a problem, you can take it up with the bailiff or the judge. So, I was going to walk up to the judge to file a complaint. Uh, judge oh is not goodness. there, and you are in the audience box above the courtroom. 
Shinobu so. hugs him and puts on the child leash. Yeah, so if oh. you were to try to talk to the judge, you would fall 15 feet. You know what? Not, Shinobu's not, rethinking that. Not. You know how you're a mushroom. <laughs> also, I should point out what the judge is as a trox, <laughs> and so if you forget what a trox mm-hmm. is, I will I drop an image of it. Rick Shinhouse. It's that woolly mammoth person. Uh, yeah. I, I would like to lean over to not and say... Darling, if you wanted something, if you wanted to sneak something in, you should have just asked me. Russell, lean in and go. It's time to be a hush room. Not's gonna, Not's gonna send a telepathic message. You don't have the telepathy. <laughs> hush you room. do not have the telepathy anymore. Exactly. Hush that was the message. <laughs> that was finally starting to get used um, to it. I do have a mechanism question for this. Huh. So if I'm the only person that can relate to George, everybody has to relay through me, right? Uh, yes, yep. if you have yep. questions, she, she's the only one currently that's able to do this. Oh, but for the mechanism because... of this interaction, can we just have people ask their own questions? Yeah, so you guys oh. don't have to like... I don't have to repeat. I was hoping you she don't have should to be, a, be a filter and we get to see just exactly how she interprets all this. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. play legal telephone? Yep. Yeah, so you guys oh, are basically God. playing legal telephone at this point in time. So yeah, uh, as a player, I say we're fucked, but Notch is ecstatic that she that she's able to uh, guilty. Uh, sh- <laughs> Shinova to to yep. George. Yeah, he's definitely guilty. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are there refreshments? Uh, not yet. That is for the seventh inning. Damn it! I wanted to have a beer and some popcorn. No, they haven't allowed refreshments in yet. Damn it! So uh, Shinova- everyone has to get their seat first. Damn. Okay, well, once we have our seats, Shinova opens the um, child leash, because it functions also as a backpack. Okay. And pulls out those Ziploc bags of popcorn, like moms take to the movie theater when they don't want to buy a tub of popcorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just passes them out to everybody. <laughs> yep, yeah, everyone gets popcorn. Delicious. <laughs> I was thinking this. Why do you have that in your backpack? Um, so I can entertain Nat? He's basically a child. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, in my eyes, you're all children. <laughs> so you okay, know. Grandma. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I'm still waiting for my two thousand. I thought it was two billion. With interest, you're gonna be waiting a while. <laughs> Anyways, I think it's starting. So shh. Yep. So you see, George. He's just directly below you at defendants' uh, podium. Uh, Dupe is on the other side, uh, preparing his materials. You see the other uh, visitor box is filled with an assortment of like uplifted bears, oars, and there is, Jim, you do notice that there is that reporter for the Fish Publican Observer. He is... I, I give him a knowing nod. Yeah, he is on the adjacent box with a notepad or his tablet out, taking notes. Okay. So the judge comes in. And the bailiff calls you all to rise for Judge Poston. As he takes a stand, he puts his giant gavel away on the rack behind him and takes off, the, takes off the smaller gavel and then calls court into session. And from there, we're going to call it close for this one. What? Yay! Yay!